0: What's happening, Weirdos? Another wonderful Weirdo Wednesday here with Sam Levine from Freaks and Geeks. Freaky Geeky, as I like to call it. Also just a delightful human being and a wonderful podcast guest filled with wonderful stories, jokes, attitudes, anecdotes, altitudes. He's great. Let's get to it as quickly as possible. Not too much to plug up top here. Uh, I do have a monthly Largo show. If you're in the Los Angeles area and want to see me do stand-up, uh, the last one, the day this came out, it, so the show would have been yesterday, had Bill Burr, Spill Burr? Come on, Bill Burr, incredible. Always, 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 always great. Go to Largo-LA.com and look for Pete Holmes Living at Largo. Hope to see you at those shows. It's always awesome to have weirdos out There. And I have a couple other live dates coming up. I'm going to be in Montreal for the Just for Laughs Fest. We're going to be doing a live podcast there. And I'm also going to be at the Just for Laughs Fest in Cancun, Mexico, November. Two through sixth of this year, go to pollen p o l l e n dot c o for more on that. That's going to be fun. We'll also be doing live podcasts at that as well. And if you like the show, why not show some support and try one of the Pete's picks, like meundies. What meundies am I wearing? Blue plaid! (laughs) Blue plaid MeUndies. Let me ask you something. Are you still trying to make plans uh, with you this summer? As if you aren't booked and busy already, you're going to have to tell them to try again in the fall. You've got pool days, pride parades, bachelor parties, and beach vacations waiting for you. It's a lot. But thankfully, MeUndies wants to uh, make this summer the most comfortable one you'll never forget. Because when you're living your best life, the last thing you want to worry about is butt sweat. A butt sweat! Hashtag butt sweat. I heard about MeUndies on another podcast years ago, and Valerie and I both did a complete underwear and loungewear overhaul, my PJ pants, my undies. I love the colorful prints. I don't go for the plain ones. I go for the colorful fun ones because I'm a colorful fun guy and I haven't looked back. I absolutely love them. So when you're comfy and feeling good, you know you're more present to enjoy all of your summer plans. It's like science or something. undies has the lightest and most breathable fabrics to keep you cool and comfortable wherever you go. I can attest to that. It's a very breathable undie. From undies, bralettes, and socks, to loungewear and swimwear. You can find something for all your plans. Meandy's also releases new prints all the time like their limited edition pride collection. You can match with your partner, your friends, or even your dog. Find your ultimate summer comfort in sizes extra small to four XL And MeUndies has a great offer for weirdos for any first-time purchasers. You get 15% off for a limited time if you sign up for their free-to-join MeUndies membership. You get 25% off your first membership item. So to get 15% off your first order, 25% off your first membership item, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash weird. That's MeUndies.com slash weird and show your support of this show. Second up... It's been a Pete's pick for the longest time. It is Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain is a nootropic, nootropic nootropic, which is basically a vitamin for your brain. It's like fish food for your noggin. It helps with memory. It helps with focus. In my personal experience, it helps very much with creativity. Whenever I'm doing a podcast like this one or I'm guesting on someone else's podcast, if I'm writing a script, if I'm doing stand-up or if I'm just going out to a party and I want to have full access to my brain, I just take two or three Alpha Brain 15 minutes beforehand. It is not a stimulant. It's probably the thing I turn on people uh, to the most just in my regular life, because they see me taking it, I was I was shooting something today. I popped a couple in that were in my pocket. People always go, "What is that?" They want to know, and I tell them, "It's not a stimulant. It's not like caffeine. It doesn't get you all jacked up. It just gives your brain the earth-grown nutrition, earth-grown nutrition that it needs to function." And what what wouldn't be better in your life if your brain worked a little bit better? I don't understand why all people aren't just taking this. It's made my life so much better. And if you want to try it to see if you like it, if you like it one time, as much as I do, you're going to shit your pants. Go to onnit.com slash weird. You'll get 10% off everything you see on that page, including Alpha Brain. I like it in the instant powder, uh, which is flavored. I also like it in the pills. Sometimes I just pour the powder directly into my mouth because it gets into my blood faster. That's how much I love it. So go to onnit.com slash weird, show your support of the show, and see if it'll change your life like it did to me. To me. Yeah, that that's a sentence. <laughs> like it did to me. Last but not least, Everlane, boom. I didn't even plan this. I'm wearing my Everlane everyday, uh, just classic gray sweatshirt. I love Everlane, they make some of the best looking, best fitting, highest quality clothing I've ever owned in my life. And I love, love, love how transparent they are with their factory uh, practices. They're very ethical. They're very moral, beautiful company. And also, they're very careful when it comes to plastic, because you may be careful about the plastic you use in everyday life. I know a lot of us are, but it's easy to overlook the plastic from synthetic materials in our closets. Everlane has made it 90% of the way to having no new plastics in their entire apparel, footwear, and packaging supply chain. And to combat that last 10 percent that currently doesn't have quality alternatives they've created the next collective that's a fellowship program to boost innovation for ending new plastics in the fashion industry so That means 100% of their shipping packaging is made from either 100% recycled plastic or FSC certified paper. 97% of their apparel materials containing polyester and nylon are made from certified recycled fibers, and more than 1 million pounds of nylon and 9 million plastic bottles have been recycled. Their new fellowship program brings diverse perspectives together to clean up the fashion industry. This year, they've given a million dollars in grants to entrepreneurs working to reduce new plastics so what i'm talking about they make incredible clothing but it's feeling looking good and feeling good about looking good i love supporting them applicants were considered based on their long-term potential community impact and collaboration and each fellow kept ownership of their ideas and received twenty thousand dollars to advance their project projects i love their stuff it's great to have them if you want to support the show and want to look good while you're doing it Give Everlane a try. Be a part of the movement for more sustainable clothing. Go to everlane.com weird and sign up for 10% off your first order. That's 10% off your first order when you go to everlane.com slash weird and sign up. All right, everybody. Hope to see you in Montreal. Hope to see you in Cancun. Or maybe I'll see you here in Los Angeles. In the meantime, try its Pete's Pick and enjoy Sammy the Machine Levine. Get into it. So many Jews. Somebody thought I was Jewish no. two nights ago. Don't say it like that. I could be, no. fl- I, could no. be I could be flavored. I could be flavored. What is the Jewish holiday where they stop you on the street and they go, "Are you Jewish?" I won't do the voice. You know the voice.
1: What's the holiday? Jewish, a a pogrom.
0: <laughs> pogrom. Crystal
1: is when they fucking stop <laughs> you on yeah. the street. No, and say, are you? You're Jewish? a
0: bad Jew. I'm gonna out Jew you this whole time. <laughs> I
1: hope you were. Is it Purim? Em? Is it Sukkot? I know how you start the show, so I hope we're rolling on this. Yes, that. we're and rolling you, on and this. you are called out on, for what's the holiday where they stop you on this? There is a says. holiday. Yeah, it's called Nazi Germany. Show us your papers. Are you Jewish?
0: That's 30 seconds to a <laughs> holocaust. You started 30 this. seconds to holocaust. That's that's Jared Leto's new band. Thirty seconds. To, well, that's to Mars. Thirty, 30 seconds to Holocaust. To Holocaust. Uh, I just want you to know you're free to put your feet on the cha- on the sofa. You I'm don't gonna have to. My, I'm taking my shoes off. You can also do that. Oh, it's very Mister Rogers. I'm gonna do that. Can, can I, I sing it? Please. Won't you be mine? Wait, wait, wait. Um, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Could you be mine? Won't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? I think that was close enough. There's another, but then it goes. It's a beauty. It's a neighborly day for a beauty. Would a? It's something like that. A neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? He says it like it's your secret. He yeah. goes, "My neighbor, Hi. you know what that means." Hi neighbor. Hi neighbor
1: i don't want i just finally pulled ooh, <laughs> my phone out of my pocket i enjoyed no one that didn't bother me. i laughed
0: prepared. like a bully like <laughs> 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 but i didn't mean it like that i meant like i've done that many a time mm-hmm. save me the machine is that precarious is that going to bother you remember blues traveler of course i used to have a joke it's not great but i'd go did that guy butter his harmonicas <laughs> it was a, it's a, is that okay can no, he, he's he lost all the weight. He's fine. He did lose all the weight. He, and he so still butters them because he did keto. <laughs> like butter's not even <laughs> butter's not even off the table for many, many uh Thin? Wow, this is a bad... Wow, you've
1: really... What do you say? You can't say...
0: I know, but I'm a soft baby. I feel like I'm allowed. I think we should all be allowed. As long as you're... We're not being mean about it. It's intent, Sammy. Oh, it's it's all
1: about intent.
0: All about the Benjintentments. (laughs) Benjintentments. I'll try and think of a movie trivia question to make you feel at home. Okay. Uh, What... Nineteen nine. Yep. Where uh, Christian Bale mm-hmm. uh, holds a
1: chainsaw. Uh, that's from the year two thousand, and it's American Psycho. Two
0: thousand. Yeah,
1: directed by Mary Harron. There you go. Clink. Sure. Actually, <laughs> like, we're not really going to do it. But then I remembered, oh, we were rolling now. So we're rolling he needs and people we're to on. see that we've you touched tips. You to Sure.
0: Yeah. They call it
1: docking. Uh, they do call that docking. If you have a foreskin. If you do. that's I love that you know about that. You're a, you're a uh, heterosexual cis male.
0: Yes. Straight cis. Well, uh,
1: yes. So. Yeah. You can say uh, straight or hetero. Same. He,
0: OK. Yep. Same. Uh, uh, yeah. And so, though, as a word sounds like into your own. Does it? Homo sounds like you're into others. I'm homo. Oh, my God. Like you're wow. into hetero I think sound. you- Something about hetero sounds pointed inwards to okay. me. Okay, I mean, it's- Towards w- your own- I, Well, your it's own the Latin flavor. of it, so it's- Oh, it, look yeah. at you.
1: Well, no, it, it's, you know, hetero-
0: 2,000? He,
1: hetero other, homo is same. Homogeneous. Sure. Heterogeneous?
0: Heterogeneous. Homogeneous? Uh, heterogeneous. Hedonism. He, Heterogenism. <laughs> no. Sammy the Machine, look, we're having Petey. our little—we're firing out, we're cleaning out the 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 grease pit on mm-hmm. our burners. Oh man! I, Outcomes, he buttered his harmonicas. Only, Outcomes, thirty seconds to Holocaust. Yep, only for you, by the way. Uh, and only this really
1: is a sign of see. tremendous. Respect. Mm. Would I ever be up and doing something
0: this early on a Saturday well, when I, I'm not on the clock? Can, on the clock. You are on the clock. Am I? You are being paid oh. one magic oh mind. <laughs> you <laughs> caught that so good. Thanks. Left handed, no you less. You caught it, lefty. Uh, you don't oh, have boy. to. I just got no. it because you were drinking an, a, a Dude, caffeinated drink. Man, it, was not, it was yucky. Let's not even talk about it. I won't which, even talk about it. Which roho male cow you were drinking? <laughs> Uh, but uh, And then I said, do you want a magic wand And he said, no. And I was like, you're already drinking petroleum. It was m- mostly jelly. Do you think the guy who owns Red Bull looks at Elon Musk and is like, fuck! <laughs> like, don't you think those are like similar brands? Like, we're going to the moon. We're going to jump
1: from the moon. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you understand the mission statement of Red Bull. <laughs> really? I don't think it they have illusions so... of going to
0: the moon. No, no Red Bull's always like, somebody's going to like bungee jump into a volcano. Red Bull. I mean, they that sponsor seems
1: like... these things, but I don't know that they're coming up with the ideas. Elon Musk is sponsoring. Uh, no, he's like, y- I think... want to be a billionaire because I want to go to Mars.
0: You think he's sitting around being like. I do. I think Elon Musk is sitting <laughs> around. I think right I now he's a sitting. Kidding. I was like, he's a podcaster. I'm not even going to finish questions. <laughs> sitting- you think he's sitting around? Then I just turned off. Yep. Yes, I do. You, d- I you do. You think he- like like I thought about Bill Burr's bit about how Steve Jobs wasn't that great, which is the funniest True. take. Ever. It is a very funny bit. Uh, obviously, I I feel like in his heart he probably doesn't mean it, <laughs> but he's like it- it- the point he makes is they're still making him. He's been dead. dead! <laughs> He's been dead for years. They're still doing it. And like, there is a criticism to be made of Stephen Jobs is that he is the guy that's just kind of asking the nerds. I don't mean to point to you. Asking the nerds, Mm -hmm. no, but asking the nerds to design things. And then he looks at it and he's like, it's a bit bulky. And then they're like, ah. Do you want to hear my
1: only Steve Jobs story? And it has nothing to do with actual Steve Jobs? (laughs) Now this
0: is a story all about No, no, how no, no, I go- no. Post-slap, we don't do that anymore. Post-slap, we don't do that. You can do, I'm the Messer Repa, and I'm here to say, I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. Very similar. <laughs> you, you remember Fruity Pebbles? No, of course I oh, remember. With the bedrock, yellow, orange, purple, yes. lime, and red, but to get the yes. fruity taste, I got to trick Fred. Fred. Yeah. You knew it. I did um that Fred I used to, it, Fred makes sense I used to eat fruity pebbles every day but wait a minute can I tell you my bet please if you liked fruity pebbles more than cocoa pebbles mm-hmm. did you I I did you weren't hungry you were thirsty <laughs> <laughs> I've never had someone what? laugh at it and what I even mean? it's it means the truth has arrived on earth like manna <sighs> it's here okay. Like, that's the truest thing I've ever thought. Like, Hungry Boys sure. wanted the cocoa. There's something yeah. sustaining about the cocoa bubbles. <laughs> Thirsty Boys. Mm-mm.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I just wanted a giant bowl of fruit.
0: You wanted the colors. I
1: wanted the flavors of lime and orange. The
0: purple, orange, and lime and red. And
1: the other one, I yeah. wanted a bowl of fruit that Remember tasted when, like crunch. Yeah? When
0: Lucky Charms, we're going to get to your Steve Jobs story. Max, don't it worry. doesn't matter. You think we're not going to get to it? I know we will. Put but I'm just saying, do right build here. it up because
2: it's not. I'm not that going good to story.
0: I'm here to make you comfy. Yeah, we're, the, we're this close. Comfy. We're this close to cucumber slices on your eyes. That's oh, how. That's how comfy you're about that's to be. Fantastic. Remember when Lucky Charms would be like. That like launch a new new marshmallow. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) That was, it was an ad campaign. If you watch Saturday morning television, you knew that was was our news. It was, I was just like breaking news. It was our new pope. Like how they do, like how they do bullshit commercials now that masquerade as like a news program. Like a person will go and welcome back to the show. We're here with Doctor So and So, and it's some quack or whatever. And I'm here to talk about this hair regrowth thing. Right? That was like that, but for Lucky Charms. Like it might as well have had Walter Cronkite breaking
0: news from the Lucky Charms desk. Yes, this coming in from Lucky himself. (laughs) Red balloons. Red balloons. By the way, red balloons, what, did they have an abundance of red dye and circle shapes? Because that's a yes. bolt, That has nothing to do with luck or charm. None whatsoever.
1: Red balloons. They ran out of things. that They added rainbows. They added horseshoes.
0: Horseshoes is good. Yeah. Hoor, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to criticize. No, no, no. no. I'm, it, you and I agree that horseshoes is okay.
1: Well, it's it, one the, of the original. Horseshoes is okay Purple because horseshoes. luck
0: has yes. to do with... Or, and you're, but you if they associate. were facing down in your spoon... Unlucky charms. Unlucky charms. <laughs> it's true, you know. <laughs> no one's after your unlucky charms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, can my? I just? That's a great, like, kind of like witchy t-shirt. They're yeah. always after me, unlucky charms. <laughs> like uh, if you're kind of like a a wicked witch. I so. know you're uh,
1: originally an East Coast boy, but but in is that what the, we do? Sure. But in the uh, tri-state area, the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area in the 90s. That's
0: hilarious. I always thought the tri-state was Massachusetts, New York, It's whatever you call it. It's yeah. whatever, the, it's whatever it's, three states. It's
1: different per region, as I've come to learn. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> there was a woman, Miss Cleo, Oh yeah, call Remember me now. Remember Miss Cleo? Call me now. Call so, me now. Call, and I would always try to do a Miss Cleo impression, but then it would always morph into call me now for your free reading. And don't forget to try me colorful lucky charms. It was
0: always in the same breath. Call me now. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to know if that's it's okay. Hard <laughs> it's hard to know. It's hard to know if I have she... to call Miss Cleo to be like, can I do an impression of you? That's why I would call her. Is it okay? In 2022 for me to do this? I think it is because I don't think that was her natural accent either. I am going to throw you a check for $300,000 because I I couldn't agree more. That woman was like, what's my name? Yeah. Miss Cleo? Miss Cleo, sure. How about, call me now! She's like, that's ridiculous.
1: People love mysticism. I come from somewhere in the Caribbean Undetermined. A crab whispered your
0: future to me like on the beach. <laughs> Just came up and was like, buy Amazon. Yep. <sighs> if a crab whispered that to both of us, here's a question for you. And an if answer. you had three hundred million dollars. Three hundred million. Okay. I'm gonna give you three hundred million when you're twenty-two. Oh, what a terrible idea. I know. Okay, let's say thirty-two. Okay. Would you be here? I don't mean alive. I mean would you be doing this podcast? Um because I have a I have a theory that it yeah. that that. Amount of money it could be very much a curse. I know that's not like a hot take. No, it absolutely could. And I mean to to that degree or if we're
1: talking have you ever watched any of those like the lottery ruined my life kind of shows? Yes, I have. So then yes. Some guy with like a
0: seven thousand dollar haircut. And he's like, it's like, <laughs> it's great to not worry about groceries. Why this voice? <laughs> but honestly, right. I haven't seen my friend Janos. In- <laughs> Janos?
1: So, so I guess I have to ask, in this version of the story, do I have $300 million and I didn't get it by winning the lottery? Gross. It- <laughs> I just
2: wanted to say
0: gross. Not net. I don't even Fair know enough. the difference. I kind of do. Uh, you didn't win the lottery. Okay.
1: Because then That's it's a, a matter of public question. record. Because then every day of your life, people are asking you for money.
0: <sighs> Very good. Yeah. That's now one of the we're things doing things that a thought experiment. That's that's one of the lottery ruined my life. It is
1: because in most states, it's a matter of public record when you win a jackpot, and they publish uh, whatever your last known address was when you claimed. Can so I tell you a movie? People pitch will write to you every day. Yes, they write to you. They write to you, and they show up at your home every day.
0: You just have a department.
1: You pretty much have to. You could have like a department. So It'd if be you like- win hundreds of millions of dollars in the lottery, like a multi-state lottery, before you claim the ticket, you have to. Uh, set up a trust
0: to make and it secret.
1: To make it well, you can't make it secret, secret. But you basically set up a trust with a different address, and so that's address. the address that goes on file, right?
0: But so then people, people are showing up to like a, a like a Chick fil A, yes, like, Chick fil A, yeah. And you could you could, by rights, I'm, ask Chick fil A for uh, they're religious, they're deeply, and they have a lot of money,
1: and they do, and I'm sure they and, would be a tax shelter for someone.
0: Great. Yeah, it's like the chicken soup for the soul. There was a there was one where somebody asked like American Airlines, yeah for like a free trip to see their dying mother, but it was like a very expensive flight to like Bali or something. Yeah. And the CEO, I, this story changed my life. Oh. It really did. I was okay. like 16 reading Chicken Soup for the Soul okay. on my porch, and and the chapter is called Thanks for Asking. <laughs> and the CEO of American Airlines said, yes, thanks for asking. Because it, once you're at that level, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to get to that person, and, th- and that person, just like anybody, has a need to give for mitzvahs, if you will.
1: Okay. What? It... Hang on. Are you Jewish? Is it that holiday is it yet?
0: <laughs> it's not Sukkot. I'm telling you, there's a holiday.
1: They're very well made. Where me, but...
0: they go around and say, are you Jewish? And I asked one of my uh, other Jewish friends, and they were like, I thought you were giving me the 90-minute light. I was like, that is the fastest <laughs> episode of all time. Let's not go back to that. Uh, so you would, here's my movie pitch to you to bring us back to that idea. Sure. Uh, you're, you win the lottery yes you have the ticket yes it's the opening scene oh boy you're eating jiffy pop in mm-hmm. the yep. you're eating lucky charms yep you're sitting in your townhouse uh, let's a reference to something you said earlier uh, <laughs> yes, off camera and you realize you won the lottery okay. and it's the biggest jackpot of all time fantastic it's, uh, it's 700 million okay you realize what you you've seen the lottery ruin my life mm-hmm. documentaries mm-hmm. so you decide to give the ticket to your friend. Uh, Tim, mm. to to uh, get it on your behalf. Sure. Then, of course, Tim, you know he's going to double cross you somehow. Oh boy! Because trouble. Because no 700 money, million, no Who wouldn't? Seven hundred million. What wouldn't you do for 700 million uh, But go on. I'm I'm curious what you think about the three hundred million, Sam um, Levine, because that's a great first question. It is
1: a great first question. It's I not love a your question, first question that people have a a, a pat answer. Oh, for. I just mean
0: your follow up question. Like it's not public record. You invested in Uber, Amazon. Oh, brilliant. And you now have 300 million that no one knows. Right. But you, would you keep doing Doug Love's movies, this podcast? Would you still be going out? I would like to think that I would only because um,
1: I've always been a man of leisure. Uh...
0: (laughs) Is this a Dosa Keys commercial? I have always been a man of leisure. What do you mean by that? You uh, mean you, you don't want to take it, off PJs? It What it means is
1: some people are, they go stir crazy with nothing to do. Some people retire and then they don't know what to do with themselves and then they sure. come out of retirement. Yeah, of course. Uh, and I'm not talking about you know a Tom Brady thing. I'm talking about yeah. like a 79-year-old, an 85-year-old who's been working their entire life, oh, I'm going to retire. And then they get like a year and they go, I'm going nuts here. Yeah. I got to find something to do every day. Not me.
0: You that is not are me. the movie Office Space. You're Peterman. I, I, to a degree, you would like to do nothing. I would. I don't want to say
2: nothing.
1: I understand but that. But I want. You're capable. I am capable of, of unplugging, of doing very little yes. in a day, yes, and being very okay with that.
0: Tell me your strategy. I mean it in like in real life or in the fantasy. <laughs> Why? Do, I'll I'll tell you a little bit about my the way my brain works. Yeah, is I'm a little. Uh, it's a running th- joke on this podcast. If I have ADD, I don't think I do, uh, but it doesn't matter. I'll just tell you about how my brain works. Okay. If I'm doing something like this podcast, yep. I'm doing it. Yes, and that's one of the reasons I, like you, can enjoy a day of nothing. Sure. Because I am now doing nothing. Like I don't have that restless leg syndrome in my brain that's like but i could go to the top of that mountain Mm -hmm. i'm just like uh, val will is more activity based she'll be like we should go to the top of that mountain when i get to the top of that mountain and i love it I'll, i'll love that what what do you think is your why are you able to are you you could sit on the beach
1: I'm not, personally, I'm not really a
2: beach guy. Okay, yeah. I, I stay out of the sun We're both as pale. vampire complexion. I understand,
0: yeah. yeah. No, I'm afraid for my neck safety. Yep. Not my body, just my neck. Uh, so okay. what, what is a nothing day for you? Um, a nothing day, I, I love baseball. B-ball? Uh, well, you
1: say b-ball. I think most people think basketball.
0: No, no, no. Remember? Yeah, yeah okay. But, okay. No, I think b-ball is baseball. B-ball is baseball? baseball, is right, baseball. We'll and ball is baseball.
1: And too. Oh, I'm making
0: a b-ball pasta.
1: People, wow. People know that I'm that means impressed. bouillabaisse. I had no idea you were so handy in the kitchen. Um... Uh, I love baseball, so a, a day for me where I'm doing very little to nothing, yeah. I will
0: watch three baseball games in a day, be very happy. Yeah. Uh, what do we, Is it an excuse to eat and sip beer, or are you just watching baseball? Uh, I
1: can very happily just watch baseball. I mean, I enjoy booze, but I've never... I, I've never had that thing. Where it's like, oh, God, I wish I were drinking right now. Drinking would make this so much better.
0: You've like, met my cousin. <laughs> if,
2: <laughs> I'm just go,
1: yeah, I'm sure. Like if if a drink is there, I'll have a drink. But I.
0: But you're not just not... like baseball isn't the gateway drug to no. your eating of nachos. Uh,
1: no, baseball is not my gateway. You drug. You just like baseball. I just love baseball, and so I could watch. What three... do you do during the commercials? Uh, pee. Urinate. Sorry. Urinate, doctor. I, d- I will I will relieve my bladder
0: pressure in the bathroom properly. I used to think that was very funny when I was a kid that you know, like in uh my so-called life mm-hmm. the first episode she's like, um it's gross that people chew in public, yeah. And I remember that being very authentic. Like when you're a teenager, you have all these ideas, Mm -hmm. and you think you're the first one to have them. Sure, mine was. I think it's so weird that people are like, "I have to go to the bathroom," because it's very personal Mm -hmm. to be like. What you're really saying is, "I feel, (laughs) I feel pressure Pressure. building in my 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 vajayjay." Do people still say Vijay J? Oprah does. Call me now. I don't Can we say call me now? Can we say Vijay JJ"? Oprah says Vijay J.
1: Oprah said it once in, Remember uh the soup with John McHale. So uh oh. she there was a clip that they would run all the time where she was up in like a harness hanging from something, and she and literally she said, and I hope I'm remembering the quote right, my Vijay J is painin'
0: is painin. Painin'? Well, you just declared my Netflix password, and I wish, I wish you hadn't. My vajay- I do it into the remote. My vajayjay is pain and apostrophe. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's got to be a positive. There's no... Oh, it's letters and there's symbols. There's no G there. Let me ask you this. You got a number or a letter password for your phone? Um,
1: It's oh, unlocked. It's uh, No, it's not unlocked. It's numbers. Okay. It took me a second because I there was a period where it was alphanumeric, oh. and then we all had to wear masks, and so then I was entering my password a lot
0: more. Mucho, muchos, golly, yeah. What is the what's the password?
1: Uh, it honestly would take me a second. It's one of those things where when your hand is doing it, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's, it's muscle it's memory. Wrote,
0: it's automatic. I think the muscle minute, memory is the one of the weirdest things is, in the world. It is crazy. The yeah. minute
1: you asked me, and I was like, I'd have to write it down somewhere. It would take me thirty full seconds
0: to go. Nope, that is it. I, I'm we with always,
1: you. we all have different series of numbers that we have to remember for our various things. My alarm yeah.
0: system, when it's going off, I often just blank and Perfect. then I'm explaining to the police. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> They've never come, but yeah. I have been like, what is it? I'm right. entering my ATM, I'm entering my phone, I'm <laughs> sure. entering just, right. I'm dialing 911 on the pad.
1: <laughs> I don't know what they to do. Call They always call, your cell phone rings, hi, it's, you know, Westgate or whoever the company is. And then my
0: security code is a very embarrassing thing. Okay. And I have to say it to these people.
1: I think Eugene Merman had-
0: I just thought about this bit. It's such a great bit. Do you want to do it? I- I- I I'll be- I'll be uh, (laughs) the- Mr. Merman, I'm going to ask you your security question. Is that okay? Yes, of course. Okay. Okay. Oh wait, you asked the question. I do ask the question
1: you No, to, I asked
0: the question. You asked the question, I have to give you Yeah, the yeah, answer. okay. Yeah. Um what are you What are you wearing? What an inappropriate question. Yeah. His security question is they ask <laughs> what are you wearing? And he says, says what, an "What an inappropriate, inappropriate question!" question. <laughs> and that's that's when they turn the alarm is, off
1: because it was it was something he had to enter where it was like they don't ha- they didn't have preselected questions. You
0: made your own.
1: They allow you to suggest your own question. Went, truly special. What are you wearing?
0: Truly, well, I don't think that's appropriate. How or dare you! What an
1: inappropriate <laughs>
0: question. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's truly it's wonderful. Such a good bit. Um, Sammy, yeah, buddy. what were we just talking about?
1: I don't even remember, but
0: I'm um, gonna right, would you hear say my, keep a job story? <laughs> No, this is over. Oh, it's over. Or I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, yeah, I do want to hear. So here's, Steve Jobs.
1: I've never met Steve Jobs, uh, sadly, uh, uh, and so. Well, I'm, then we
0: can add you never will meet Steve. Jobs.
1: That is probably correct. Ooh, backing say up that never. consciousness, never Elon say Musk never. with his yellow mm-hmm. moons and pink stars. Um, they made two movies about Steve Jobs, biopics, if you will. I'm aware. Uh, the first one that came out, Ashton Kutch. was Ashton Kutch, and it was simply called Jobs. Jobs. The second one was the big one with Fassbender. And
0: Seth Rogen, and, yeah, and which Kate is called Rinslitz. Steve Jobs. You're welcome. We cast Michael Fassbender as you. Big time. Like you, that whole movie, I'm just like, God
1: damn it, he's yeah. so
0: handsome. Yeah, that whole time, I'm like, Was Anthony Edwards unavailable? What are we doing here? By the way, the staircase. Mm. How is that not the guy, the mean doctor from Scrubs? <laughs> John that C. Dude, McGinley. John C. McGinley was born to play Michael Peterson and they're like I, nah give it to the guy from Love Actually
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, who's great yeah. but doesn't look like him doesn't have the same right. sort of reptilian coldness that's
1: true but I don't think I think Jobs was more publicly well known what his face looked like I think the staircase most people have no idea but then when you
0: image if sure. you image if you do it if you go him, mm-hmm. you watch it and you're like that's not Colin Firth Yeah, for what it's Firth that yeah. is not it yeah Nothing for what it's <laughs> worth. <What? laughs> oh, there he is! What a joyful laugh! I you have. enjoyed
1: it on the. I'm kind of half heard it the first time, and then the second time yeah. it was you going. Come on,
0: you got to give me something. My
1: whole career is. Hey, I'm the same way. <laughs> I there is uh, Ricky J, the late great Ricky J Yeah, I love Ricky J His came act. up
0: he would, two episodes ago.
1: Oh, brilliant! Well, here he comes up again. No, we're uh, there was. We'll oh, cut it all out. Great. Uh, there was a, his closing bit. Uh, where he would throw playing cards into a watermelon.
0: Second time um, that was referenced in a week.
1: Well, it was his closer for for his whole lack for the last yeah. thirty years. And of life. Gallagher so. was
0: like, "If you like that,"
1: <laughs> and he would throw it would throw it into the watermelon into yeah. the the fleshy part, uh, the the inside part. He would cut the watermelon in half, so it was the yeah. easy one. Yeah, and then he would throw a playing card directly into the same place. Yeah, and his uh, uh, line for that every time he did it was. Um, It should be noted that the last playing card I have thrown went into the exact same spot as the card before it, a feat so impressive, I am forced to mention it myself. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a great way of putting, hey, I just did something brilliant. I hate that I have to be the one to point out how brilliant it is, but I'm not
0: going to be okay with going on without it. Is there a better definition for magic? All of magic. Yeah. I've, I've never did it on stage, but I always wanted to do a bit that being very rich is like being a magician. Okay. Because I pour you wine and I go like, this wine actually belonged to St. Francis of Assisi. And it's been aged for 3,000. Like you have to explain <laughs> why it matters. Yep. And when a magician has to be like, and you'll notice I set your watch to 12 noon mm-hmm. and I, was I ever near you? Right. You know what I mean? It's yes. the same sort of, what a drag. <laughs> and that's what I feel like David Blaine was like. If you have to explain it, that's why he started regurgitating frogs and stuff. Because he was like, <laughs> if you have to be like, yeah. and that I do, I've done magic. I, you have to be like, and I never went over there. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to walk them towards the amazement. Mm-hmm. It's not great. I agree with you.
1: That. You need to, well, I would think if you're, if you find that you're constantly explaining the impressive thing you just did yes. as a magician, yes. you need to work on your act.
0: Or I would just revamp all of magic because that's that's what we've learned. You want to do a, a rebranding? A rebranding. <laughs> I'm not saying Ricky J was wrong to call it out, and that's a brilliant way to do it. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Do we care? I mean, I that's saw, the question: is do we care do we that care? the card hit? The I same saw his stage spot. show twice in did person, care.
1: and I every time he said that line, it always gets a huge laugh. He did that
0: on Conan. And did it. And did the line, and it, too, there got a huge life. It's a, it's a good laugh line. I We were also talking about In and of Itself, which, did you see that? Not yet. Derek Delgadio, But he does incredible card. I mean, like, yeah. really incredible. Yeah. like uh, It's not exactly this, but he shuffles a deck, and then he makes it all red, all black, like, perfect sequential order, like, by yeah. shuffling. yeah. And sometimes things are so amazing you actually don't understand them, and you do need someone. So I'm going back. I'm now arguing the other side I have to tell that you, people are
1: too stupid to that's know what's not amazing. That hard a trick to do, Sammy. Yeah. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you. You could do that trick. I could teach you to do that trick
0: in about 90 minutes. Sammy. Yeah. We're gonna. We're, I'm gonna talk to Sam in Italian.
2: <laughs> He's a <the> Godfather. Of- <laughs>
0: I'm going to speak to Sammy. i Italian right now. We're going to talk magic right now. I don't mean, uh, I mean like a random, like we're going to shuffle a random card. Like, like I'm going to take a deck of cards out. I'm going to demonstrate that they're randomized. Sure. Then I'm going to shuffle them blind. Well, you're not going to them. shuffle them blind. Well, I mean, it's I'm gonna, not looking. It's going to look. I'm not looking. What It's
1: it's going to look like you're just ma- ma- mashing them up. You're throwing some this
0: way. You're going to throw some this way. It's a I'm talking riffle shuffles. Riffles. Ruffles. Yes, Sammy. Yeah. Neither of us are able to do that trick. I disagree. I.
1: I mean, I just because said it's I not seen a trick. Movie, it's so it's mechanics. Be, yeah. So I haven't seen the trick. He may be doing a different version of this, but what you're describing, a uh, broadly, is uh, I know that trick. You know that trick. It's not that. Oh, it's not. Well, I could teach you to do the one I'm talking about. I've done it. Okay. <laughs> see,
2: you see.
0: Where's my camera? You see. Well, those aren't running. JK. Ah, Fez. <laughs> Second time Fez come up this week, too. Oh, Fez. Fe. Oh, I say fe. it all the time. It's a great one. Yeah. I say Papa. Papa? Do you do Papa? No. I, I thought that was uh, perhaps Yiddish. It's when you if someone mm-hmm. says, like, if Sammy's foot falls off and you go Papa, it's your way of saying, like... Oh, God forbid. Don't. Yeah, God oh. forbid are also like, I'm not asking don't, don't for that. Don't even put it out there. Yeah, yeah, let's stop it from going yeah. out there. Okay. Pardon the interruption, weirdos. Hey, Guys, it's time to bring that summer heat into the bedroom. That's right. This episode, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. I'm talking about doing it. And that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with their online medical uh, licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. That means no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Juice tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped directly to your door in a description package with blue chew men everywhere excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived god your package has arrived do you get it your package! Come on, everybody. They always say the first imp- impression is important, but what about lasting impressions? It's time to get off the couch and get back to work. If your tool needs an upgrade, head to BlueChew.com. Women say there's nothing sexier than confidence, and BlueChew can help you give you confidence where it counts. So if you could benefit from the extra confidence when it's time to perform, BlueChew can help. And we've got a special deal for our, our listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use promo code WEIRD at checkout. Just pay five dollars shipping that's bluechew.com promo code weird to receive your first month free visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information and we thank bluechew for sponsoring this podcast enjoy the rest of the show boom so steve jobs oh right mike michael fassbender, michael fassbender. too good looking for steve jobs way too good looking
1: too good looking for a man. Ashton Kutcher also too good looking for Steve Jobs.
0: Agree, but that movie was so bad he actually became less handsome. Mm. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, if you're like the in the dumb Steve Jobs movie, yeah, v- v- go. Am I moist? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's they kinda, what kind of supposed to do.
0: They kind of evaporate, and then Fastbender comes out and is like,
1: <laughs> "Ooh, that's I. I never thought in the world someone would add sound effects to a drying vagina." A
0: dehumidifying,
1: a, de, a dehumidified a de, that
0: vagina. Ashton Kutcher in Jobs was a dehumidifier, <laughs> dehumidifier for, for for the vaginas. ladies. For we can just say vaginas, yeah. Can we? These are technical terms.
1: Call me now. We don't. <laughs> we don't know. We started off with Holocaust and mocking Miss Cleo. There's I think just we could do anything. Sam,
0: we're floating in space, man. Uh,
1: I was so excited to come here today because I was like, I know what what conversations I tend. To get into when I do podcasts, mm. but I have de- no idea where this is going to go today, and I'm v- really excited. about yeah, it. Yeah. And so far, I'm not disappointed. And anyway, I can't wait to get started. I am in the bad Steve Jobs movie. <laughs> you what? I am in the bad Steve Jobs movie. That's why I tell this story. <laughs> shitting on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yes, fine. I've been shitting on it. It's fine. Here's the reason I
0: tell the story. When we talk about did jobs. you do one with Ashy? Yeah, I'm in that movie. You did you do a scene with him? I did. With Ashy. Yes. So you can say he was probably humidifying. Uh,
1: I mean, on the day... Yeah, on the day. Here is what I will say. He walked around with the glasses. Yeah. Uh, and stayed, for better or worse, in character uh, mm. while we were not rolling. It was uh, it was important to him to, to, to stay in that space as long as possible for the best performance.
0: Yes, job space. Um,
1: that being said, mm. uh, I originally auditioned for that movie for a different role. I don't was? remember which one. And it'd be a good Waz. <laughs> I, I don't think a, they read making for fun was. of you. I don't think they read
0: movies. It'd be a great Waz
1: I will say this, for as impressive as the uh the the the, the, the Fastbender jobs movie was, the
0: cast on the coochie one it's pretty it's good. There's nothing to shake a stick at. I tried to watch it and it, it did his L S D trip where he's conducting the grains of like he's in a yeah, field yeah, 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 yeah. and he's conducting it and I was just like I don't know why it's yeah. it, it doing the that sequence wrong. It felt wrong. Yeah. I have another thing to say but keep going.
1: Okay. Um so I did the audition and I remember even at my audition realizing I'm so wrong for the role they're asking me to read for, and then they had at the... uh, This is back in the days when you'd audition in person. They had all the sides for all the other characters laid out on the table. Sometimes casting offices will have that because they have multiple actors coming in to read for multiple roles, and people forget their sides sometimes. And so I'm looking around, and I see a smaller part, but the description is right there. I'm like, oh, this is a part I could do.
0: Yeah. What did it like, say? I don't remember. A part. Sam Levine type. A
1: Sam Levine type, short Jewish. We're not sure if he's Jewish. Hopefully someone will ask him. S- and so
0: P I, possibly Italian. Possibly Possible. Italian. <laughs> <Possible. I> possibly. A
2: <laughs> Yeah.
1: And so <laughs> I don't call remember me now? Anyway, I went in and I I I, I actually walked into the audition and everyone was in the room and I was like okay here's the part you asked me to read for I don't want to waste anyone's time here's the part I just saw in the waiting room can I read this instead it's a smaller role don't tell my agents they'll be angry with me are you guys okay with that and they were like yeah so that's what I read for instead and then I didn't hear anything for like a month And I thought, oh well, whatever. I tried, and then they called and offered me a third role, a completely different role, not one of the ones that I wanted. Read was supposed to read for the one I actually did read for, um, and it was Apple Designer number two. And I was like, all right, eighty two, no number two, AD number two, AD number two, Mm -hmm. Uh, and it it sounds like a you know, it's not. Uh, great necessarily to play a character that doesn't have a name. But in this particular instance, they sent over the script and he actually had not a small amount of dialogue in a scene. He's in like two scenes. Hmm. And then the second scene, he's got quite, quite a bit. And, uh, and I thought, oh, well, that's very exciting. And, um, so I said, yeah, sure. I'd be happy to do it. And so I got hired to, to work for two days and, uh, we shot it up somewhere in the North Valley And I get to set, and we shoot it out of order. So we shoot my second scene first, where I'm really just in the background. Uh, And then uh, I think we had the weekend. I think that was like Friday. And then I came back in on Monday, and we're going to shoot the the bulk of it, the thing where I have a whole lot of back and forth with jobs. And um, we get called to set, and we're doing a little rehearsal of the scene. And there's a little bit of stuff before... Uh, Jobs walks into the room, a little bit of business, yeah, and did. I'm not. Uh-huh. And then I'm not, I'm not. I don't have much business. Uh, I have business when he walks in, and so there's some business. And then he walks in, and you know we're just doing a rehearsal for the director and you know camera department. And then uh, I'm waiting for the part where he's supposed to address me, and I'm waiting. And then all of a sudden, he, uh, Jobsy, uh, turns and does a different portion of the scene, like the end of the scene. And he just moves over there. And then the director and the camera person are just following. And I'm like, ah. Uh, and I don't say anything. You mean he went
0: completely out of order?
1: A completely out of order. Like, skipped a whole page. The, the page. Your page. Where I have lines and stuff. He cut do. Levine. And I was like, oh, surely this must be a mistake. Surely the director or the script supervisor who is reading and realizing that we've skipped a page of dialogue. Surely one of them will say something. And... Uh, so the scene ends, and the director's like, okay, Kai, that was great. And then he goes over to talk, and then I walk over to the script supervisor. I'm like, did we just? And she's like, yeah, just give me a second. I'll figure this out. And uh, I was like, okay. And I'm standing there, and I see uh, Jobsy and the director. Uh, they're talking. They're talking, and she's watching and listening. And then she looks over at me, and she just goes. And I'm realizing that just apropos of nothing. Either he or the director or whomever they just decided as this this bit is, it's we don't need it. It it takes the scene somewhere else and we don't need it. Uh, So we'll cut on the fly. They cut it on the fly. So I wound up having a one line.
0: Apple super. You had less lines than your character's name. Truly,
1: and uh, I was like, all right, look, I'm a big boy. I've been cut out of plenty of things. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I've been cut out of better so joints than this. I've been
1: cut out of so many things. And I was like, <laughs> "Look, that's fine. It, it didn't. It honestly doesn't matter whether they cut it now or they get to the edit and they cut it there. Frankly, less work for me to do, so I don't care. Fewer, however, fewer work for me to do. Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't care. I do, however, I hadn't yet signed my contract. Mm. It was still sitting in my uh, my little trailer. I hadn't signed it on Friday. And so I call my uh, manager. I explain the situation. I was like, look, it's fine, whatever. It's not a huge deal. But I think I should probably go uncredited in this movie what, with my one line of dialogue. Leave my name off. Leave my name off just because I'd rather it be a... Co- that way I can... Uh, it. It's, it's the kind of thing where someone will see me in the movie. They'll look for my name in the credits. It won't be there. They'll second guess themselves. They'll have to look it up. It'll be one of those weird things that like... It makes it a little more special
0: for me. Lore. Sure. You want to be Lore.
1: I would love to be a little Lore.
0: I'm unbilled in Lost. Ooh, cashier in go. the final season. You
1: have looked Everyone on the internet. Hugo. Um, Yeah. So well, It's I,
0: conspicuous on your Wikipedia page. It says, yeah. like, Sam was friends with one of the creators of Lost. Uh, uh, Damon Lindelof. Who... Edit that. out. Okay, fine. Who kept saying I'll write something for you on the show? Well,
1: you're now you're quoting directly
0: from, from Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Well, that's... citation no longer needed. It's confirmed. <laughs> I just said you're quoting from Wikipedia. I
1: confirmed <laughs>
0: nothing. You no, you've confirmed I've it confirmed by not denying it. I've seen it. It's an old <laughs> old uh, Chinese proverb. Uh, 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 a riffing man is understood to consent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, um, anyway, so
1: I was like, "Hey, listen, I haven't signed this yet. Uh, have them print up a new one. Everything's the same except I want no credit in the end credit crawl." And he was like, "Ah, sure." So he calls,
0: and they were like, "Oh,
1: are you sure? You sure?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm sure. It's fine. I, I have to go back and Are shoot
0: you fr-. sure this wasn't you being a little bit of a stinker in a good way?" Because uh, they kind of I mean, like pooped on your on your maybe, sandwich. but, but and, and you I were like, been, you can poop on my sandwich, but you're not going to make me thank you for it. I was it. definitely not thrilled on the day. I remember yeah. that. No, I've but, been in your situation sure. where someone jumps your part. Right. And it's not, you know. Like I said, I've
1: been cut out of things, so I'm always prepared for any work I do on the day to be seen by no one. Sure. But that was the first time, I think... It had happened where I was standing there watching it unfold in real time. Yeah. We're not even going to. You've never waste been cut like a play. The film yeah. to
0: shoot this. Yeah, scene. yeah, yeah.
1: that wasn't and shot I- on iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, "It's fine, like whatever." I, but just don't put me in
0: it. You didn't I'll, think about.
1: It'll be fun for me. I'll keep this job still you. I actually for me really like that.
0: I, I think that's a nice way to alchemize the. And you're like, I'm going to turn this into lore, yeah, and a story.
1: And so that's what I I asked for. You and also, I
0: said. So that's what so we, we did. The, and it, then it's so fun. These are so hard to do in real life, but when they happen, uh huh, very natural. I forgot about it.
1: I forgot, so I finished shooting the day, and then. My contract's in, I finish shooting, I forget about it, I move on with my life, um, the movie comes out, I did not see it in theaters, um, and several years go by, and I am on an airplane, and it's like 2016 or something, maybe. And- Degrees on the airplane? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I <laughs> Uh, it was one of the flights where it gives you cable or whatever. Sure. And the movie was playing on my screen without me having touched anything. Oh. Like I sat down in a seat on a plane. You were on Ashton that, Kutcher Airlines. I was on Ashton Kutcher Airlines, <laughs> and that was just the movie playing on the this channel that 70's came show. up. Seventies Show. That's all and you get. I was kind of half awake, half asleep when it started. And I'm watching the movie, and my hand to God, this is the only time this has ever happened in my life. I forgot I was in that movie. Oh, wow. And at one point, he rounds the corner and walks into this room, and then there's a shot of the room. And I go,
0: fuck, that's right. Wow.
1: Like, I blocked it. All out. Like, you
0: cut yourself out. Of I the cut movie. myself out in of that your movie memory, in my brain. Wow. And
1: I was like, "Oh right." And he's like, what? And he like, was, what, "What's going on here?" Or why, why are you here? And I have my one line in the movie. It's eleven a.m. on a Wednesday, or whatever it is. And I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" Like I had a moment. Yeah. In my seat on this plane. Yes. I was like, I am not prolific. I'm not successful by uh, like I'm not some actor who's by, been my, in, mother's by my mother's by my mother's. I'm not some actor who's been in like I'm not Sam Jackson, like I'm Sam who's Levine, two hundred and fifty movies, and it's like oh yeah I forgot I was in that no like this yeah, yeah, was yeah. the weirdest sensation that had ever happened to me. Can
0: I? You're gonna like this? Well, I have to put the no, button no, no. on it. No, no, no. Okay, meundies.com. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Go on. That was a joke. That's the place
2: to put it. That by was the a way. joke.
1: So I watched the rest of the movie. I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing! And then it all it all comes back to me. What happened? The the, the thing, and, and I want to be build. And then I'm watching on this little DirecTV screen the tiny little credits, and I'm like, oh, and I forgot he was in that. Oh, and I forgot he was in that. And the motherfuckers build me, okay. Apple designer number two, Sam Levine. They <laughs> ignored my contract, but you said I said,
0: just like Apple. You you probably signed a contract, but there was all this stuff about iTunes and privacy mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, Third-party apps. Ask app not to track. Mm-hmm. Ask. Film, film not to credit
1: ask film and there's and i remember like i i was i was pissed and i come out was like can we do something about that he's like the film's four years old i don't know what you want from
0: me that's hilarious um, that you tried
1: i well i wasn't that's tri- like was that's like, your we...
0: pam and tommy sex tape <laughs> like we need to like, get it out they're like it's like, already on the internet
1: i was like isn't that uh uh you know violation of a, an agreed upon contract and he's like, well, here's the problem. There's always a clause in there about crediting in every contract, where it's like failure to do the thing that we're agreeing upon here uh, on the on the producer's side is not to be viewed as intentional.
0: I see. So Any similarity to the people being credited in this movie is entirely... So
1: <laughs> if they misspell your name in the credits...
0: Three M's. There you go.
1: That, that... I love that that's the mistake. Not 1M, but 3M's. Three 3M's.
0: Three we whole, know it's not 1M. But one then M. a
1: whole corporation gets involved. The it's 3M Sam... Corp gets
2: involved.
1: And they've got money because of Post-its.
0: Who? 3M. You are fun. And Lisa Kudrow, who mm-hmm. pretended to invent Post-its, post-its. in the movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Romy and Michelle's High School
0: Reunion which from Which came out in 1997. Opposite
1: Volcano. They were in theaters the same time. I saw them both in the same day.
0: Volcano with Tommy Lee Jones and Anne Hesh. We gotta, we gotta get this volcano out of here. <laughs> I tried to, t- I tried to think of it, <laughs> with Tommy Lee Jones.
2: Tommy Lee Jones. We gotta, volcano.
0: we gotta get this volcano out of here. There's a volcano and it's about to blow.
1: What, what's the cheek thing? I don't know. It just kind you of feels
0: head? like a kind of like a. Well, he had. You think he had
1: big cheeks in that one?
0: No, he's just sort of droopier. Okay. There's, evil, there's evil out here. I can't even. I can't even imagine. You ever watch a movie with Tommy Lee Jones and it's like 20 years old and he looks really old then? And you're like, shit.
1: <laughs> 20 years old?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was old 20 years yeah. ago. Yeah.
1: Can I tell you a great Tommy Lee Jones movie? He's you've never starting heard of? to look
0: like the other face. You've never heard of this movie. <laughs> it's called Rolling Thunder.
1: I have heard of okay, it. Okay. It's him and William Devane and it's from the 70s. William and It's a Devane. total uh, 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 grindhouse movie.
0: Okay, I haven't and, heard of it. And
1: uh, it's super cool and it's badass and it's one of the youngest Tommy Lee Jones I've ever seen and he's fucking
0: intense in this movie. I love it. Yeah. I also need it. Check it out. Rolling Thunder. Here's a story that I think you're going to love and I okay. loved your story and I'm here for you. Thank you. Uh, I did try to cut it off. Me and he's... Come Um... <laughs> Somebody I have this on good authority but I don't want to say who told me the story because I don't want to out them yeah. that one time John Malkovich was trying to remember all the movies he was in. Yeah. He went like, "I was trying to remember all the movies that I <laughs> that I have been in. I can't do it today." <laughs> and he goes, "And I couldn't remember them. Even the weird one with my name in the title." <laughs> You mean being John, John Malkovich? It's mostly your you name. You couldn't remember the word being. Being John Malkovich. The weird one with my name in the title. Yeah. Couldn't remember it.
1: Maybe he's talking of- about that Jewel Thief movie.
0: Being John Malkovich is very sad. There's a lot of movies that I, I can't sad. watch. There's something sad. I don't like John Cusack and his bad relationship and the woman mm-hmm. with the monkey mm-hmm. in their little apartment. Mm-hmm. And then he's in love with Catherine Keener and she's so mean to him. Mm-hmm. It's something about, and, he, and he's and he's struggling on the mm-hmm. street and he's not understood. Mm-hmm. It's just too, it's hard. It breaks my heart. I'm just like, I just want to get that guy, Craig a uh, new life. Lottie and Maxine.
1: It takes. Sometimes I have to do that in my head. The characters. The character names, yeah. He's What's Craig, the monkey's name?
0: Elijah. <laughs> Sorry, are we winning a trivia night right now? You asked. That was very good. <laughs> What's going on with
1: that kind of noodle? Uh, That's how my brain works. I remember every, Todos? everything in the movies and some. Most of the TVs, some of the TVs. There's what, a lot of TVs. What,
0: what is going on there? Uh, I have. Uh, like in Freaky Geeky, I always think of Martin Starr okay. eating the and laughing yep. at the. Yep. And w- was that you? Like, why the emotional ah bond to Ooh. movies? Okay, here we go. It's a couple of reasons. Watch this.
1: <laughs> what a power move! It's a couple reasons. It's, it, you're so loud, my mic will pick you up. Um, it's uh, it's a couple <laughs> so reasons. So true. So true. <laughs> uh, and the first one is the the great reason. The second one's the bummer reason. And then the third one's the great reason. Uh, the first reason Ooh, is... It's like an Oreo with shit in the mm-hmm. middle. Don't eat that shit.
0: Just twist uh, those twist, off.
1: Twist, Wash Wash, wash it. Definitely Actually, run it Just through. throw the
0: whole cookie out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're better off. So you know what? Skip the story. Um, <laughs> so the first reason is uh, my parents both are huge film people. Cinephiles. Uh, Cinephiles. I was raised in a house uh, where I was... Yeah, in a sin house. I was raised in a house house. of sin uh, (laughs) where I was allowed to have a television with full... Cable TV access, I mean every channel under the sun when I was 11 years old in my bedroom.
0: You ever just get up to pee at like 11.30 and just Mm -hmm. throw on Cinemax to see what's happening? Do you
1: mean when I got up to pee at 11.30 and Cinemax had been on all night already? Do you think at eleven thirty I was like maybe now's the time to turn it off? No.
0: Do you remember when it would tell you the letters and it would be like nudity and sexual? I mean
1: situations? that came later, but yes.
0: Oh, later. Yeah. What year that was, was that? Not,
1: I couldn't tell you when they started with the with the TV ratings like but that. But that
0: became like why you would watch a movie you yeah. had never heard of. Yes. It took the guesswork out of WTBAB. Yep. Will there be a booby? <laughs>
1: You know, it wouldn't say "booby." It would just say this film contains nudity. But it was the 90s, so it was definitely a boobie.
0: Um, unless my it was the piano. My vajayjay Hurton? What? My J Hurton? My vajayjay is painin'. Painin'. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Hurton is my Hulu password. Sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. So my parents loved movies. They had an enormous collection. My uh, late grandfather, my mother's father, he too had an enormous collection of VHS tapes and laser disc. And I was brought up with a love of cinema. Wow! And for the was- kids,
0: a laser disc is a DVD you could cook a pizza on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was the size it of one. Was it amazing. was the size
0: of like a, a, a pizza, pizza, a personal pizza. You get like the frozen pizzas. It's actually. Kind of a pizza you would get at a movie theater. Ooh. Very fitting. Yes. Yes. That maybe that's what they base the size of those movie theater pizzas on. (laughs) Somebody's like, where should we print these things? (laughs) I'll have a pizza. We got
1: (laughs) We got a lot of laser discs. Nobody wants them. We could use those to keep the pies warm. (laughs) That's um, what
0: they're doing now. That's what they sure are. You know how some people would hang a CD from their rear view? I, <laughs> I did that with <laughs> a laser disc. I got in so many accidents.
1: <laughs> and a, a couple of you sir, you know, you can't have the, oh my God,
0: 1984's Dune. <laughs> no, no, it's Copland. We no, got to watch it. 1984's Dune. <laughs> I don't think. The Cop- chalamet <laughs> Dune. <laughs> Give me Dune, no
1: Chalamet. Uh, anyway, so that's reason
0: number one. So you yeah watching a lot Cinemax a lot. and your cinephile Cinemax, mother's HBO, father Turner
1: Classic Movies all the movies I folks said movies are important here watch these movies we love these movies before
0: you get to the sad reason what was do you remember the one movie that you were not your favorite movie but the yeah. first movie you watched and you were like oh shit movies can t- transport me somewhere one hundred percent one hundred and 100% one Dalmatian I can tell you the movie one hundred and one percent Dalmatian
1: <laughs> it's it's not just that it is my favorite movie but for that very reason what is. A Clockwork Orange. That was the movie that I saw in my bedroom with this goofy yeah. fucking TV that I had no business having. At It started at like one in the morning on a school
0: night. Uh, TWBAB. Mm-hmm. There will be a boob. There will be lots of boobies. Yeah, there's lots of boobies. And some dongs. But also in a way that is things. like upsetting. It's, oh, very upsetting. You're not ready for upsetting sexuality when you don't even have regular sexuality. Correct. You know what I mean? I'm barely ready for that movie now. Yeah. No,
1: I was like 11, maybe 12.
0: Yeah, that's a that's when you want to see It's the Clockwork Wrong Age. Two camera.
1: Uh, right in there. <laughs> it was the wrong age, but in a good way, it turned out to be the right age because Tell me. it changed the way I saw movies. I mean, I'd seen I'd seen movies with some kind of heavy stuff in it. I'd never seen a movie like that. Yeah. I did not think a story like that could be told in a film. Yeah, and let alone a film that at that point was twenty, you know, five years old. No, old, young, younger than that.
0: I haven't seen it in a very long time. Old. I I don't think I've seen that movie since I would be capable of understanding it. Does it? This is a silly question. Does it hold up? Is it still a masterpiece? I believe it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I think it is a, 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 a kind of a, about a, mind control. It's about a lot of things. It's I mean it's based in a book uh-huh. which I then read by Anthony Burgess. Um, but Edit it's a really hard book to read because it's written in Newspeak. Which new is speak? how the the droogs speak to
0: each other. How Alex in the future, the, in the future, yes. Do they speak in Newspeak in the movie? They do. All I remember is ultraviolence.
1: Ultraviolence. Vidi well, little brother.
0: You know. Okay. So the whole book, even With the, the help narrator, of the clean
1: tash took the red red crewy soon stopped.
0: Yeah, these are all. Wow. This is I, how... If I'm a producer, I have one note, <laughs> and it is <laughs> fucking cut it out. <laughs> Yeah, but it's in Newspeak. Wow, and uh, the narrator in the book is also like, "Sit down, bravo, gonna." That's not even it. But tell me, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me start over. Call <laughs> me now. Is that, it? Is that, it? Is that, <laughs> that was in the book, but yeah. <laughs> uh, even the narrator is speaking in Newspeak. Yes, Alex, the wow. narrator. Speaks. Oh, it's in his head. Yes. How troubling. Well, you don't want to be in that head. You don't. I mean, Alexander the So tell me, tell me a little bit what it's about, just because I want to. I want Clockwork yeah, Orange. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're saying it was about. A lot of things. It's Mind about a control, lot of things, but it's holds up.
1: it's about the, the the decay of society and the overreach of government uh, to meddle with things. Yeah.
0: Right, and also like I, I I'm sorry, this is stupid no. to burden you with telling me what Clockwork Orange is about. Sure, but it seems to be like all the holding his eyes open yeah. and stuff, like brainwashing. Like yes. it, it, it seems a little predictive. I think it's interesting how our phones now tell us what reality is. Social media tells us what reality okay. is. And how susceptible human beings are to images. Ooh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like seeing used to be believing, but yep. now seeing isn't believing anymore. Right. But like you can make people believe a lot of things by showing them echo chambers. Is it kind of predicting some of that a little uh,
1: bit? To a degree. I mean, the, uh, the, the, the thing about... At least the movie, when I think about it, uh, th- there were some things that it was definitely prescient about. Um, and, prescient. Then, and then, there... yeah, it's a good word. And then there were others that I don't, I it don't missed the mark. You don't care for me saying no, prescient, no, it's, no, but it's not like no, I invented the word.
0: No, I, I do like it. I didn't invent it. I'm one hundred percent kidding. And uh, it was it missed the mark in other ways.
1: Yeah, I mean, any movie where you're dealing with futuristic stuff, you're going to be wrong on right, some things. Right. Right. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, and I haven't watched rewatched it in years, but it lives rent free in my head. Uh, even if I just seen it the one time when I was
0: twelve, I think it was twelve. It would live in my. Of course, brain it the burned into you. It was you serious. were a clean white piece of paper to a degree, and then this movie comes in. Yeah. Was that troubling for you? Oddly, not really. Uh huh. Um,
1: but I think only because even at that twelve, I'd already seen enough movies with hard things to watch in them that my parents knew about and had prepped me for. Mm. So when I saw something I wasn't prepped for on my own, I was like, "Oh no, I mean this is troubling. Like there is there is a rape in that movie. Mm. There's more than one and
0: it's that is a tough thing to watch." Yes, I, that's all I remember. Yeah. And I saw it probably when I was like 14 or so. Yeah. And and so uh you know, I
1: definitely was m- very uncomfortable and and felt bothered by that, but not in a way where I was like, "Oh, I, I gotta turn this off." I was more like, "He's a monster. Let's see what happens to him. Do, right. Does he get his comeuppance? Right. Does do, does does he reform? What 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 happens to this character?" Um, and I couldn't stop watching.
0: It, right. You know? It was an ugly story, but you were invested in the story. Yes. Yeah. And that was the first movie where you were like, "Oh my god, this movie completely changed." It changed the way I thought about
1: movies and storytelling. Yeah. And after that, the floodgates opened, and I wanted to see everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can I just tell you, just because I am embarrassed that mine was goodwill Hunting? <laughs> okay, we're having. What's fun. embarrassing? We're about having that? fun. No, 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 and you don't have to be embarrassed. And here is why. Tell me. I am um, not super embarrassed, you but yours is think. like cool. It's like an right. art house film. I know that won an Academy Award, Best Screenplay. And. And best supporting actor. There it is. 1996? Seven. Seven? Yeah. So I'm a senior in high school. Okay.
1: This what noise, is this? This noise sucks. It's a weird this noise. noise sucks. And I'm glad we have cameras here. I hate People it. would not. I
0: hate what I'm doing. Yeah. It's this weird sort that of. That you're celebrating. I hate it. <laughs> I, this is it. This is okay. the last time I do that noise. Great. Uh, but I'm only saying this to see what it makes you think of. My friend, John fawns Aureli and I, we called him Fonz. really. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. would go. We went and saw it in Woburn. Yep. And after it ends, you know, it ends with Will Hunting, yep. which is stupid. Yeah. That his name it's is a, Will Hunting. It's a dumb name. Yeah. It's really stupid. Yeah. Even Matty D has to be like, if I could change anything, I'd change that fucking name. Yeah. Uh, we just went for a drive, and I really vividly remember oh, the street light, the street lamps True. going by, because I was in a different place. Yeah. Like you kind of forget or sometimes sometimes when i'm pitching a movie i'll remind people like do you remember what it was like being 16 17 and you watched a movie and it actually like snapped you into into reality mm-hmm. it wasn't just an escape it was but when it was over you were more in your body and more in this time and this yeah. place than you were before you watched it like 100%. it reminded you of the potential of the magic of life. All, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Uh, but not enough people are talking about this. I, I, no. like That's the, the, the that's what we mean when we mean the magic of the movies. Sure. It's not the red vines. No, it's
1: the movie. It's the story. It's the... It's the it's hypnosis. The, it's the leaving your reality to be completely engrossed in this fictional, or possibly non-fictional, story you're watching, yeah. and it's the only thing you're concerned with. For a while. And then the credits roll, and it's a crude snapping back into reality, but your brain wanted to keep that world going.
0: That's why credits. We watched a movie last night and as soon as the credits started in the corner, it, it was called like, it started and and the bar was going real fast. Yeah. I don't know what app we were watching it on, but it started going like 10 seconds to like 30 blinks a minute or something. Yeah. It some dumb thing yep. had nothing to do with what we were watching. And we were like, we were mad. We we're like, Fuck. You, we just watched a movie. Give us five seconds to listen. It's perfect that it's black, that it's just subtle text. You need that time. That uh, Dead Poet Society is another one. You're devastated. You don't want a little icon in the corner being like, 30 seconds to too fresh for this island. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. When did it become, you know, a content consuming coma, like a food coma? Basic cable. BC. Yeah. Because they were the first ones
1: that would, um, they'd show a movie with commercials, and then instead of showing the credits, as the movie was intended, that would go into a small box at lightning speed, yeah, and then another box would come on, coming up next, stick around for another episode of The Honeymooners.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And- You're helping me see. And before that, you
1: could watch this. That's what was great about premium cable, HBO, Cinemax. They would show the movie start to finish with as intended with credits. Of course. So anyway, what I was saying is don't ever be embarrassed about saying you liked a movie or this is the movie I saw that made me think X, Y, and Z because you're talking about your favorites. Yeah. And when you're talking about favorites anything goes no if one can touch says, your favorites no one can touch your favorites if you say oh um the movie i saw that made me change everything was airbud 2 and you're golden like golden receiver Great. yeah I, I think that's the first one is an airbud
0: golden receiver the first one i believe airbud oh my god i don't know i don't know i do Airbud 3 i think is when he golden. swaps the basketball fuck Anyway, I
1: don't make me go down that rabbit hole. My point is, if Airbud Two, retriever if you if you're, and I are sitting here and you were like, "Can I tell you the movie for me?" Yeah, I was like, "Yeah," and you said Airbud Two. I'd go, "Tell me about it." It's
0: like a religion or something, right? It's like because your first, that's your favorite yes, movie. Yeah. Now,
1: if I said to you, Pete, what's the best movie? Yeah, there's a correct answer to that, and it's The Godfather. But I didn't. That's I'm not what we were to talking Sam about. In Italian. That's not what we were talking about. I already about. referenced your favorite movie. You did, or that's the best? It's the best
0: movie. You think it's the best movie? I think it's the best movie. Huh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And with all due respect to Citizen Kane and Casablanca, they don't hold a candle, The Godfather. Uh
0: yeah. I've seen I've seen all three of these movies. Well, you're gonna hate this. I've I've never watched The Godfather start to finish. <laughs> you're gonna hate this. I knew I knew you were gonna hate this. I knew you were gonna hate this. Here's our clickbait. No, Gallagher! Gallagher, no! Come back be- oh, Okay, here he is. Why? I'll tell you, when I met Valerie, the night we met, I told her, we both uh, said to each other we had never seen The Godfather, start to finish. Yeah. And we vowed on the night we met that we would never see The Godfather.
1: What a shitty vow. Uh, Why would you uh, do that to yourself? I don't know. It's so good,
0: Pete. It's not like it. Have you Wait, seen? It? Why are you quoting it to me if you've never seen it? Because it's such a part of culture oh. that you don't even have to have seen it. I go you're to the bathroom. Like sh- Sopranos finale. Oh. I'm going to speak to Michael in Italian. Oh. Make an offer he can't refuse on the day of my daughter's wedding. Oh. I, I, this guy's a real Vito Corleone. You're, you're like a guy who like goes to work and like overhears two
1: coworkers talking about. Like uh, a sporting event or something that he definitely didn't watch, and then he goes out to drinks with his buddies. And he that pretends night, that he watched. And he it. pretends that he watched it. Sam.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm gonna carve you a golden, uh, no, a People's Choice Award out of soap because that's so right. Mm. I think the best movie is There Will Be Blood. Um, deal with we'll deal with that. Uh, if that's what you think is the
1: best movie, but I just wanted I'd to be you... happy to have that conversation. With yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, I what, I think. What's it's
0: your favorite? My favorite movie, yeah, a Clockwork Orange.
1: Really? We already talked about
0: this. No, were I know, you but, you know who, but I said what was the first movie that opened you to the and potential. I said it
1: also happens to be my favorite movie I wasn't for that reason.
0: listening to that part. I'm just yeah. kidding. I was. I've forgotten. I'm embarrassed.
1: That's okay. It's I... not like the Oxford-Cambridge thing. That was embarrassing.
0: Oxford-Cambridge?
1: You thought that you didn't know they were two different cities. Was that on another episode? It was. I listened to your show, Pete. I'm embarrassed for you so
0: often. I hope so. <laughs> if you're really pulling the curtain back on the ABCs of you, you that should. there not, should be some embarrassing things in there. That is not true. That's so I, fun.
1: I, I love how you are in your podcast because you have been on a million, I have been on a million, and they're mostly horseshit. And Pods this is such a real podcast. Oh, because thanks, You're not sitting here with notes. No no. You know, you Googled and whatever stuck, stuck, and it seems like it's very little, but that's good.
0: That's a good thing. I knew it was Everybody Loves Hugo, <laughs> the lost episode. Look, your Wikipedia page is thin. What? It's thin. I
1: haven't looked at it in a while.
0: No, I'm not saying it's add bad it? thin. Yeah, let's add to it. Okay, you let's add this. Uh, this is the header. Okay. Um, supernatural occurrences.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, I knew you were going to ask me about this, and I'm I, I'm a bummer. No, you're not if, a bummer. Here's the thing if you believe in ghosts and you want to see a ghost, you want to see a ghost. Yeah, okay. If you believe in aliens and you want to see a UFO, I have no doubt in my mind you are going to see a UFO. Really? Have I seen a UFO? Sure have. I've been in plenty of airplanes. I've looked out the window and seen stuff in the far, far distance that I went, what in the fuck is that? That doesn't look like an airplane. That doesn't look like a balloon or a blimp. What the fuck could that thing be? And then you turn back and "Eh, go, I'm never going to know, and I will move on with my life. I'm pretty certain whatever it is, is either too far for me to tell, but probably man-made and that's how i'm gonna go on with the day but you know that it's like confirmed that they're out there right uh it's not confirmed that they're out there what it's confirmed is that there have been what i just described like air force guys but the air force
0: that. is like we don't know what the air force
1: is like, we don't know what this is yeah and here's what i say to that and i mean i've read lots of it because it is fascinating just to read about and like to hear not some knucklehead in the midwest but right. like Air Force, I read all that when they dumped those documents. Yeah. What did these guys see? How did they describe it? What got caught on video? And I've seen the videos and stuff they've released, and I'm like, yeah, I have no explanation for what that is. But here's what I will say. Um, The United States government, and like most other giant superpowers, they have different divisions in their military branch. They do not talk to each other or share information. Right. So if the NSA or the Air Force or, you know, MI6 or whomever, if they are working on some sort of thing, they're not going to just be like, "Uh, listen, FBI, we just wanted to give you guys a heads up. We're going to be doing some weird experiments at 70,000 feet. Uh, It's not
0: your jurisdiction. Yeah.
1: They're not going to tell anyone about it. They're just going to do that shit. Yeah, if you have a
0: tic-tac that can make a right right angle. and
1: because most of the people seeing this stuff are Air Force pilots and not commercial airliners, something tells me this stuff is happening Way far away from where any commercial airline would ever fly, Mm. i.e. the safest place to try out this equipment if you were a government looking for airspace that doesn't have a whole lot of action going on in it. So, yeah, you go crazy up north by the poles and you try out your $80 billion spy thing. Yeah. And some pilot sees it and goes, I don't know what the hell that is. I've never seen anything move like it. And then somewhere in Russia, they go, hey, hey, we got away with it. And that's that. And it's why do confusing. why to give it to Russia? Well, they have why a lot of. Why couldn't it be us? It they, well, maybe it's us. I don't know. It could, it could have been us, too. Probably was.
0: I'm like a little boy.
1: Yeah. It could be us. Yeah, hey, hey, yeah, It was us. It was us. I take it back. It's Spider Man. It it's was Spider Man, right? Not
0: Russia. Spider Man. It was Spider Man
1: and Doctor Strangelove.
0: I actually thought that wasn't a bummer answer at all. Okay. How about let's go into things that Sammy does have. I thought that was great. Oh, thanks. I was like, "What is this? What is this?" Okay. We're having a we're having a great experience. Yeah. Uh, ever almost die? Oh yeah, many times.
1: Uh, two that really stick out. Okay. Uh, the first, I was 20 years old, and I was shooting a movie in Mexico. Oh. And we were. Uh, it was a beautiful place where we were shooting the movie. It was a beach resort. Uh, it's called Broken Lizards Club Dread is the movie, if anyone uh-huh. is interested, which we shot on this gorgeous resort island in, like, southern Mexico, and it was right there on the water.
0: I remember. And you were there, too. No, I just remember the movie. I see.
1: And My favorite joke
0: in that movie is when Favre, wh- whose name is? Uh, <laughs> Kevin Heffernan. Kevin Heffernan, who's great, yep. did this podcast. Yep. Uh He's, you know, he's a bigger guy, but he can chant and he becomes small. <laughs> yes, and so he he becomes small so he can hide. And yeah. someone goes, "Why don't you just do that all the time?" And he goes, what, Is this is a, a fat, fat joke? joke?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: It's before Is This a Fat Joke really became, <laughs> to me, that's what made Is This a Fat Joke like a part of my life. Yeah. But like the most inappropriate time, they're, they're afraid for their life, and he's yeah. like, Is This a Fat Joke? I yeah. thought that was so good. No, a, there's
1: a lot yeah. of really great jokes in that yeah. movie. Um, yeah, 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 And I'm glad that it's found a really awesome, devoted audience over the 20 almost years now oh, wow. it's been out. But we we're shooting that movie there, and we shot it in the middle of summer, and uh, we're so close to the equator. And I'd never been that close to the equator. And when you wander into the ocean um, and you're that close to the equator, it's like bathwater warm. Wow. The ocean water. It's mm. stunningly strange experience to be in ocean water that warm. And it would stay that warm pretty much all day. And you could swim out into the ocean at night. Wow. And we often would. We'd we'd wrap the film. The sun would go down. We'd wrap. We'd all have dinner or something. You know, the cast and crew, whatever. We'd
0: have dinner at that. There was only one restaurant there. Mm-hmm. And then a handful of people like, oh, we're going to go for a dip. Then we'll have a swim. Then we'll go to bed. Yeah, because when you're thinking about a night swim, number one is it's going to be too cold. That's yeah. why you don't. Sure. Number two is it's scary as fuck. Yeah. Dark and, water.
1: Yeah. And so I thought I would join them uh, in one the dark night, dark water. In the dark dark water. I what mean, kind the, of
0: moon are we looking at? It
1: was a, it was
0: it cast a nice moon sh- you saw some moon. There, shimmer. there was
1: there was moon shimmer.
0: Yeah, yeah there was Little there was, Oscar was, Isaac in the yeah, sky. Exactly. 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 Sorry we are paid I'm paid $100,000 to mention the show moon night. Wow. Moon night. But but
1: you called it moon shadow.
0: I'm correcting myself now. It's okay, moon night with Oscar Isaac. Okay. Oscar winner. Did he win an Oscar? I don't think so. He is an Oscar winner. He's an oscar, oscar nominee. He's he's an Oscar. Um, yep, and he's a nominee for himself.
1: And he'll definitely win at some point. He's very charming. for Moon Knight. For Moon Knight, because that's s- a movie stuff. Night stuff. Go. Okay. So, ah, uh,
0: <laughs> this riff. This riff, was okay, but go.
1: It was fine. So, <laughs> a riffing I, man. It took me a while to work up. Like, it was a couple nights in, and I'd seen the people go out, and they're like 30, 40 feet out off the shore, a whole bunch of them just hanging out there. And I remember thinking, like, Ugh, I'm not really a strong swimmer, and I'm so nervous to like swim out and hang out with that group of people, clearly like wading water 30 feet out. Like, they all must be in really good shape to like hang out there and be having conversations with each other. And I would love to be a part of that, but I'm not a good swimmer. And so, like, on the third night, I was like, out of hell with it. And so I. Walk into the ocean. You've been
0: up, uh, a couple of Marks uh, at dinner? Maybe one beer. A couple of Mark Simpsons? Mm, just one beer? Just one beer. One cerveza? Yeah, I was a very
1: lightweight. Uh, and I was going to say still am, but that's not true. That's a whole other story.
0: You've worked on it. The pandemic made me an alcoholic.
1: Oh, not okay. an alcoholic. It gave me the tolerance of an alcoholic.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. in a good way, actually, a lot of alcoholics don't have tolerances because their liver says, "I know where this is headed oh. and they get drunk right away Wow, what a fun fact,
1: okay, did not know yeah. thanks for the info yeah so uh I start waiting out and you know you're walking, you're walking, not a tall man, and then there's that point where the the sand just goes out from your feet and now you're swimming, and I see how far away they are, and I'm already swimming and fighting the water I hate this and I know I get like a couple feet further, and I'm like, nope, I am not going to make this. And then I turn around and start swimming for the shore, and then I get caught in the undertow and the wave.
0: I hate every part it of this. It was not fun, Pete. and Sammy the machine.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm an asthmatic, and I am not a good swimmer, and I'm in terrible shape. And I'm running out of steam real fast, and I can't catch my breath, and I'm fighting. And every time I think I'm about to get back to the sand, another wave hits me and knocks me down. And one of them was so bad, it knocked me and
0: slammed me against the bottom of the ocean. Which had to be a mixed blessing, because you're like, oh, here's the bottom.
1: It was. I was like, <laughs> I can feel it, but it's like six feet beneath me, yeah, and I'm 5'5". Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, and I... You're was, halfway to a I'm fake thinking, movie phone I'm thinking, like, I, this is not good. Mm. And I kind of start calling. I'm, For help. I'm now... I'm With whatever little breath I have left, I'm like, <laughs> And that's the best it's I can super muster. Super troopers. It's the best I can muster help me. the noise super that sounded troopers. like that. No. And Machine. out of the corner of my eye, I see Mike Weaver, who is an actor, In the movie, he's in a lot of the Broken Lizard movies, and I see him swimming towards me, and he kind of sees me, and I see him, and I see him, and I think, "Oh my god, he's going to have to save me." And I'm like, Mike, Mike," and like I, I have nothing left, and I am fighting for my life in water that I cannot handle, and I see him coming towards me, and right when I think like I'm about to have to say with my last breaths above water, like, "Help me, Mike." One of the waves just slams me forward so hard it slams me against the bottom, but this time kind of pointing me towards the shore. And it bangs me and I get up and on my very tiptoes, I'm able to get above the waterline and then I like crawl to shore and I'd fought so hard for like uh, what in my mind felt like an hour is probably 40 seconds. Of course. But I get to shore and I had nothing left. I'm gasping for air and I can't move. And Mike sees me and he did not hear me screaming at it or trying to scream at him because I know there was very little sound coming from me. And he sees me and he's like, you're all right, buddy. I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, wow, are you all right? <clears throat> and uh yeah. It's so funny Closest how I quickly came.
0: we go from don't die yeah. to don't make someone else uncomfortable. You're like immediately like, you know, yeah, like I, I don't like, worry about me. I was
1: like, I don't want anyone to ever know how yeah. clearly ill-equipped to swim into the ocean I was. Um, and I don't want him to feel like I was just about to die. By the way, unbeknownst yeah. to me until almost the day we left, because then I was terrified to go back into the water. Unbeknownst to me, at least that area where everyone was wading into the ocean, so it's like shore, 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 shore dips, comes right back.
0: uh it was a it was a crevasse.
1: All I had to do was get beyond that like first eight feet, and then the the floor comes right back. They were all just standing out there. I'm not i I'm out. not a
0: pastor, but I feel like there's a sermon analogy there to be like sometimes. When you hit adversity, you actually have to go through. Keep going. Because Sam the Machine Levine, who died on the set of Club Dread, he didn't know he needed know. to keep going forward.
2: Yeah,
1: and the only thing I can think is who they would have recast my role with. Who's the guy who snags your roles? Fred well, Savage? And it, <laughs> it used to change. It was different for uh, years. Um, and before I uh, say... Uh, some names. I'm going to give you two names. Uh, you should, I, sh- I would always think like, oh man, those guys, whatever. I've seen them in a million auditions and is either going to, it was going to be me or him or this third guy. And that was that years ago, somebody came up to me at an audition and so I'm, or not at an audition, but he, he saw me out and about somewhere. And he said, you know, you're the guy who takes all my roles. And I did not know who this person was. Jude Law. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm only familiar with uh, his uh, ex-wife.
0: Who's Jude Law's ex-wife? Sadie Frost. Ho- Sadie Hawkins? Sadie Hawkins. And that's the one where she asks you to dance. Fro- I don't remember.
1: Anyway, mm. uh, so he says, oh, you're the guy who takes all my parts. And I was like, what? And he goes, I saw you at this audition and this audition and this audition and this one, and you booked all of those. And I felt terrible that I'd apparently been in the waiting room with someone who, at least that many times, and I didn't recognize him. Oh, no. And I was like, yeah, I did book all those roles. Wow. Okay, that's crazy. So I guess what goes around comes around. So whatever someone is to me, I am to someone else. And I'm sure he is to someone else. And that's how it we is. We can't
0: with... be sure about that.
1: Fair enough. Let's get him on the...
0: Come on in. Alexa, Phil, call Phil. F- find all the Phil's that are 5-5 five, five and call them. Yep. Um, Finding the one Phil that's 5-5 five, five in Hollywood. It's been a minute. Mm.
1: But uh, Shia LaBeouf and uh, uh, Simon Helberg.
0: labeouf you know his name, Minchaya the, the Beef. beef. <laughs> I do. You know he was on Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> I do. He, he played. He was a geek, I believe. He was in one
1: episode. And the, one the, was, yeah, 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 the, the one with the head. Yeah,
0: yeah. When you got, you just got married. We're going to tell your second death story. But when you got married on your wedding night, did you drop your silken robe, look at your bride, and say, "It's time for this geek to get freaky"?
1: Were you in the room? You were, weren't you?
2: Oh wow! <laughs> Couldn't get further away from you.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I will tell you straight up that was one of the longest, most full days of our lives. Getting married, and, yeah. And we knew Just ahead happened of time this month. Uh, at, uh, at the end of last month,
0: end of okay, April. Wikipedia said May.
1: Well, Wikipedia's wrong. It was April. Well, 29th.
0: Citation needed.
1: Um, and here and, it is. And uh, there you go. That citation. Uh, we knew ahead of time. We were like, I'm laying the odds that we get freaky.
0: On the night of the wedding, for sexual, for sexual, I'm I actually I'm laying the odds at. Like I've had two to one. two weddings because uh, I'm divorced. Um, both times, and Val knows this. Sex after your wedding, get the fuck out of here. Who I've just been the energy? yes dancing, eating. It's a schmooze fest, and uh, your body
1: hurts. Every, yes, I was in
0: pain. No, there was not a chance. And we got back to the hotel, and there was roses on the bed. The hotel did it, and we were just like that's marriage and, and and when people say that they usually mean it in a bad way fuck you dating is when you're like we did have sex but it was real sort of like just kind of like two jellyfish kind of yeah. <laughs> and then there's you drowning <laughs> oh, at least I get to see the jellyfish yeah and here comes Weaver he doesn't help you he and didn't. then Shia LaBeouf is over here booking it he does mm-hmm. drown mm-hmm. and everyone's like gives him applause and he comes back oh. it, was, it was performance art he's that kind of guy he's that kind of guy now yeah kind of brilliant right Look,
1: I've given up trying to figure out Th- th- some artists yeah. and their and th- the way their brains work because it's so foreign from the way my brain works I yeah. can't comprehend it and I'm like look he's working on a different wavelength and whatever he's doing is working for him so
0: but it seemed like Lebouf had some like negative buzz and like people were kind of like I don't know about this Labouf guy and then he was like oh yeah I'm gonna eat seventy five bananas in a room while I'm crying <laughs> and then we were all like and now yeah is LeBac.
1: yeah I guess I don't know. I don't know.
0: I mean, I don't feel like he's gone.
1: I don't think he's gone. He he seems active and, you know, we'll see him in something. He played Soon. a Latino
0: assassin recently.
1: Okay, I missed that.
0: I'm pretty sure he was Latino. Did you see that movie? I did not. He's playing like a... Was that West Side Story 2? Mm-hmm. West okay. Side Story, it's a prequel. Called East Side, East Side. Narrative.
1: <laughs> that, that sounds like a ripoff. <laughs> East Side that Narrative. Sounds, when that you're like in an airplane, you see it Vons. When the movie's in theaters, John's. It's a John's, me, at not Johns. Not John's.
0: Vons. Yeah, just a Johns. When
1: West Side Story's in theaters, you're at the checkout, and there's the the, the VHS. Of oh, East Side and it's Narrative. It's
0: wrapped. It's wrapped in a way that you know it was returned <laughs> and rewrapped. <laughs> this, this was a return, and yeah. it's only two ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, Second death story or No you got married uh, We had jellyfish sex You yep. were very tired At the end of your wedding it's night It's true But you still managed to, For the geek to get freaky
1: We've had sex since then We've consummated the marriage Oh if you didn't have sex On your marriage, wedding night We did
0: not Can I just say Good for you Oh thanks That's like the best sign uh, <laughs> What I'm saying is Yeah Intimacy Yeah That I've been doing this bit about it It's like I don't like dating mm-hmm. I don't want to be on Stiff dinners Trying to impress somebody. Mm-hmm. If at the end of a 19-hour party, <laughs> yeah. you're both in love enough to be yeah. like, let's sleep. Yeah. Boom. Welcome. Yeah, Welcome no. to we, the party. We 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 knew that that was going to be the
1: way that was going to happen. Yeah, that yeah, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, w- there was no expectation. Great. Uh, if you if step- anything, there was the expectation of we're going to be so tired. Yeah. We will fall asleep before our heads hit the pillow.
0: Zero expectations. Yeah, um There you go. Did you step on the glass? I did not. Ooh. Can I be your mother for a second? Sure. For shame. It was a Shonda!
1: A Shonda rhymes. What happened at this... We- um, We thought about it. I thought about it. No chairs? Uh, no chairs. No... Yep, no horror. No chairs. That was... I have no... Yeah.
0: Couldn't do it. Uh, why? I'm okay. so interested. I'll tell you exactly why. So, oh, by the way. Yeah. Also... Who cares? Like yeah. I'm not asking you to defend yourself. I'm just curious because I'm so cultureless. Mm-hmm. Not really, but I'm just a little white bread.
2: Okay, that's
0: fine. When I go to a Jewish wedding yeah. and there's the chairs and there's the glass, yeah. I'm a little uh, tradition envious. Okay, I felt that way about bar mitzvahs as well. I was like, I'm 13. Oh. No one gives a shit. Oh yeah, no, that would you know what I mean? Me, yeah, right. Yeah, you you just don't have the induction into sure. some sort of belonging. Right. That the, the Other faiths do it as well, but yeah. Judaism really seems to nail. So when I say why, there's no judgment. I'm just, I'm interested. Oh, I'm, and I'm happy to tell you.
1: Uh, so while I was raised Jewish mm. um, and I was bar mitzvahed and everything, I have not been a
0: practicing uh, member of the Jewish faith. Isn't that, I'm not trying to tease. Yeah. Isn't that par for the course? With I know most... a lot of Jewish people that are still going to do a Jewish wedding, but are like, I'm not, I'm not really Jewish. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Mm. Um, I mean, I've certainly been to Jewish weddings, but I assume Catholic maybe too, some... or a lot of yeah. Yeah, every
0: faith the, the has po- the like, so
1: my wife is not Jewish. Okay. Um, uh, she was uh, raised, uh, Irish Catholic, I guess. Great. That doesn't sound Great right. guess.
0: Um, great, great um, uh, zero. <laughs> That's not it. We've really, t- I, mean, I don't there know anything about it. That's Christmas. definitely not it. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a
1: whole, there's the communion. I don't know. Yeah, okay. So the point is, where's she from? Uh, she's from the Boston area. She's from good Lowell,
0: guess. Lowell, Massachusetts. Good guess, Lowell. Very good guess, Irish Catholic. Yeah, but keep going.
1: I mean, that part's not a guess. Oh, the Lowell or the Irish Catholic? There's there was an Irish Catholic heritage.
0: She is Lowell. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so
0: uh, Lowell. Yeah, I haven't thought about Lowell in a while.
1: Uh, Dicky uh, 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 Eckland. Dickie Eckland from the Fighter.
0: Oh my God. That's um. It has
1: nice parts too.
0: No, I'm thinking about... (laughs) I was thinking about the plight of his story.
1: It's sad, but it's got a happy ending.
0: That story brutalizes me. Mm, Well, anyway. Go on. Uh, The pride of Lowell.
1: The point is, neither of us has been particularly religious. So when we talked about the wedding early on, we were like, totally secular, right? Yes. Yeah. And so for me, she was more than willing to do any sort of religious stuff, and I with her. If it was important to her, we should have it. Yeah. But uh, originally I thought, all right, I'll do the glass thing. And then the more I thought about it, we looked it up. And I was like, because I'm not going to do it if I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm not going to do it if, well, it's tradition. Everybody does it. But why? Yeah. And we looked it up, and there's no single straight answer, Mm. by the way. Mm. Go ahead. I encourage you to go. What are some of them? Uh, Here's the one that really stuck with me. Um, Fuck ma- glass <laughs> Jews hate glass wow, I've known this They, on- they only want plastic yeah. That will never decay Yeah It's gotta poison the earth We're an angry people uh, Here's my favorite reason Marriages fail Because evil spirits Invade the marriage And they're waiting when couples get married. When they form that bond, that union, that's when they latch on to the couple. And then they sow their seeds and they wait to destroy the marriage. But if you break a glass, the noise scares the evil demons away. And then you'll have a happy marriage because they didn't attach themselves.
0: And I was like... That's a little call me now, right? That's a little call me now right there. Maybe. Yeah. And That's very superstitious sounding.
1: I am not going to do that.
0: Do yes. not Sounds. go in there. <laughs> Woo!
1: Uh, so I was like, "All right, if that's if even one person who stepped on a glass yeah. did it for that reason,
0: I'm not doing it." Interesting. So, uh, boy, I'm I'm am I'm, I'm surprised that it's that. I thought it was some beautiful metaphor. I, there are other reasons. Yeah,
1: it's like uh, the word swag.
0: Hmm. Um.
1: Look up the word swag and you will find a hundred different definitions for swag, for for what it means. It's an acronym. It is? Yeah. So the most, the the one that I grew up with was stolen without a gun. People now, they, oh, I went to a movie premiere, I got a bunch of swag. Swag, yeah, stuff we all get. So, you know, there's a million reasons, a million definitions that people have assigned it over the years.
0: I don't like stuff we all get because the whole point of swag is not everyone gets it. Well, Only the people that went the to the event. The
1: definition's been completely altered over the Star- years.
0: Whenever it's an acronym, I, I doubt it because okay is the same. People are like, right. some president used to write okay, he thought it meant all complete. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nobody who exactly. became the president thought you all was right. spelled O-L-L.
1: <laughs> but the point is, much like that, if yeah. you Google, why did Jews break a glass at the wedding? You're going to get 50 answers.
0: And one joke one about plastic. Obviously. Because <laughs> uh, I put that on Wikipedia. Just, so <laughs> you think I have stuff going needed. on? Uh needed.
1: So, uh, yeah. So we didn't do that. And the chairs, that was something neither of us wanted to be lifted in chairs.
0: You uh, are, there's a size joke here, but I, I would love to aunt. lift you in a chair.
1: Um, You know when you did lift me? It was nine years ago. I had to look it up. Uh, we did an episode of Doug Loves Movies. It was you, me, TJ and Bert Kreischer.
0: Uh-huh. And, that's a loud show. Oh boy. <laughs> that's a loud and
1: show. And I don't remember anything that led up to it. I'm sure I could find the episode in the I archives. You up? Somebody check it out. Oh more than pick me up. I I ran and leapt okay, into your different. arms. That's
0: different. I'm glad.
1: And you picked me up like a bride you were carrying across the threshold, Yes, you caught me and lifted me high into the air, Pete. Wow. And Did it feel uh, great? It was amazing. I believe it. And I found the gif. Uh, There's a gif of it. Liesl, the great Liesl photographer uh, 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 who used to take pictures of all the great UCB shows, she took a a video of it and (sighs) turned it into a gif, and I found it not long ago. Not only will I text it to you, when this episode posts, we'll post my it. first Instagram post will be, "Hey, I'm on." Finally, you made it weird. Seven Finally, years after this, seven—it's been so long—and uh, <laughs> and then uh, the next, and you'll swipe, and then it'll be that gif.
2: Love
0: uh, need. I wish Andre the Giant was alive just so he could pick me up, and Princess Bride too. Do you think Andre the Giant's the only person who could pick you up? Yes. Pida, <laughs> Pida, come here. I want to pick you up like Sam Levine. Oh. Can I pick you up? That's pretty good. It's not bad. My imp- <laughs> my impressions are not on point today. Mm-hmm. For some reason, one day I can do it, and then no, today stop, stop. I cannot do to get it. Stop, it's bad. Stop. No, I know it's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> call me now, call Mr. Reiner, Call me now. When's my call sheet?
1: <laughs> uh, it was bad. Oh man.
0: Yeah um second death story
1: sure uh skydiving get the fuck out yeah. of here yeah i hate Both roller coasters are scary i hate roller coasters i don't like seating control i'm a bad passenger you mean you don't want to be locked into a chair uh i don't want to be locked into a chair is that what you
0: mean by seating control
1: uh with my life i if i'm in a car i prefer to be the driver
0: i understand uh yeah so if we're going to die, you want to be the one going. I want to be the we're one who killed us all. I yeah. want
1: to be the one who heard your Andre the Giant impression and oh my was God. so unimpressed, Sam. I turned us into Andre the Don't turn car. into the traffic, Sam. Too late. I am the one pirate. No, no.
0: That's very good, because he kind of has like a, when he yells.
1: Well, sure, he's got a, he had a mouthful of uh, uh Chips and dip. <laughs> Both <laughs> chips and dip. Uh yeah, so I uh, <laughs> went skydiving for uh, John Daly, Sweet John Daly. He, I think he turned, God, how old was it's this?
0: It's hard to know. 2005? He's an ageless man.
1: So I think this might have been his 21st. I don't know. He's, uh, I, he's ageless now. Yeah. We went uh, skydiving, me, him, and a handful of other people uh, for his birthday. And I did a tandem jump, as most people do for their first skydive. And I loved it. Oh. And it was, un- have you ever been? Never will. Ever. Mm, everyone should skydive one time
0: some people only get to skydive one time (laughs) very few very very
1: remarkably few people skydive once and die remarkably few
0: yeah um and so i loved it tell me everything and you uh, were strapped to the instructor yes did he notice (laughs) (laughs) that i'm strapped to him it's a small guy is that a fat joke I, mean, I don't know why I'm punchy today. I really wanted one small guy joke. Yeah. Is that okay? You
1: just one? Why limit yourself? Well. Look yeah. at us on this couch. I look like your son.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did. The reason I couldn't resist is because the thought of you being a instructor does a jump and didn't know yeah. it was a tandem yeah. jump. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Like a like a pet who sneaks into your car yes. ready to work. I God did. damn it! <laughs> like that. Yeah, you didn't know someone. Like he was halfway through the jump. He's like, son of a bitch.
0: And you were on the front, right?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Were, were your feet touching the ground? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're my guest. Oh, don't You're be my sorry. Guess.
1: Don't be sorry. That's what we're here for. I know. That's what
0: we're here for. All right. Um.
1: So anyway, I did the jump <laughs> wow. and I loved it. And okay. I went back a month later. I did another tandem jump.
0: Terrified the first time? Uh,
1: a little scary because you don't know what to expect. Yeah. And then the minute you realize what it is. What is it? It's the greatest sensation that absolutely cannot be achieved on the ground you are flying you're flying you're flying down but you're flying yeah you have your feet are not on the ground you are horizontal and you are moving about with your arms wow
0: uh it's Quite something. So he didn't pull it right away? No, no. Some they jump and it pulls. That would be a very bad tandem skydive. You want to jump and fly? Yes. And what, are you going, oh God, oh God, or did you calm down?
1: You know, you don't want to open your mouth, they don't teach you this, you don't want to open your mouth when you're skydiving because A, things will fly in there and B, you're talking about wind going approximately 130 miles an hour, (sighs) your mouth will dry out faster than you at a show...
0: When you're bombing. When you're bombing. No. <laughs> that's it. You're no, I've earned vi- it. Yeah, I've been this ever since the the small guy jokes. Yeah. I'm like, we got to get Petey back. Nah, it was Somehow? a bad nah, No, I, I didn't. No, it didn't no, get to no, no, no. Enough. No, it didn't get to me. But I'm enough. joining you in the initiative. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get Petey before this one's done. Okay, that's right. Okay. I'm, well, I'm sure I'll have another chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But my point is, uh, <laughs> it will dry
0: your mouth out. Of course, instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Ashton Kutcher to vaginas when he was playing. Exactly. <laughs> am I skydiving bottomless right Maybe. now? Maybe.
1: So yeah, that's that's the sensation that you get there. And you so land you and you're your
0: euphoric through. for a long time.
1: It's wild. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, you're. I was definitely euphoric for hours. And yeah. uh, and so I went and I did another tandem. And after my second tandem, I was Same like- Same day? Uh, no, a month later. A month later. And uh, I took my dad. And then um, I thought, okay, I enjoyed that too much. It's kind of all I think about. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the course. I'm going to get trained, and I'm going to jump solo. Like you were addicted? Yeah. Into I want. It. I wanted to jump solo.
0: Solo. Yeah. I wanted to jump Chewy, so keep going. Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: I like that you went with Chewy.
0: Not Chewbacca. Not Chewbacca. I went with the, the you chew. less formal. You won't. Look at this guy. He's naked, but mm-hmm. for a belt. Mm-hmm. I'm calling him Chewy. <laughs> you put on pants, maybe I call you Chewbacca. <laughs> No pants.
1: Do you think he ever? He never has to wear put on formal wear. I mean, how easy would that make your life?
0: Always oh my nude. God. Well, he's like a bear, I guess. Yeah. You, uh, once a bear puts on jockeys, you're like, uh, now I'm thinking about how you're topless. Yeah. Anyway,
1: <laughs> uh, so I did it. I took the course, and it was many hours in the in the hangar with my great instructor, uh, and we learned everything. And uh, and so I felt very confident and very ready mm. um, to do I my first hate solo that jump. This
0: is under the banner of times you almost died. Oh I yeah, hate, I hate that this is the banner.
1: So they uh, were, were going up on the plane. They slap my altimeter on me. I got my chute on. My instructor's with me. He jumps with me. Yeah, you know, holding on to me.
0: He's going to t cruise your uh, mm-hmm. Superman. Mm-hmm. But
1: then once I I pull my rip cord. It's and and I'm way. under
0: canopy, as they say.
1: That I'm on my own, yeah. and that's that. And with I got to with those thing, yeah. My risers, yeah, yeah. And uh, so you're I, mad about
0: yous? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> My hunts. I got my hunt, and I got my riser. Mm-hmm. My Lily Kensel, more hunt, more hunt. My Richard Kynes. So <laughs> I uh, I I jump, and it's crazy because it's a totally different sensation now because my jump was my freefall was so uncontrolled because previously I'd been strapped to the front and he was doing all the hard work my my guy on back yeah
0: this time it's all on me i have to assume i'm not trying to be like it's core strength that's like a lot of like Muscle, it's, like you're probably yeah, exhausted. You to,
1: yeah, and and I was exhausting. And yeah. I did everything, I don't say all wrong, but like I, I did enough. I had to demonstrate like a turn this way, a turn this way, using my arms and making sure my legs are in the right formation. Very basic stuff.
0: While you're falling or this is training. While you're
1: falling. So I've already trained to do this. Yeah, and ground. now you're jumping out. And now I'm jumping out and doing it. And it was fine. And so- uh, when you are free falling, even if you're right next to someone, I mean, your faces are right next to each other. Little kisses. You cannot hear a single thing. Of course not. The other person is saying, remember, wind at 130 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pr- Racing past your ears. It doesn't So matter. you communicate with your instructor via hand signals. Yep. Like scuba. And like scuba diving, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why he made me wear that tank. It seemed like way too much weight. So uh, the, we were free falling and I, we jumped from 15,000 feet mm. and I am supposed to pull my ripcord at 4,500 feet. My feet are sweaty. Which is for the record, a really high distance above the ground. Yeah. The reason I'm supposed to pull that to give you a frame of reference, like professional skydivers will pull a thousand feet off the ground. 800 feet off the ground.
0: T-Cruise fallout. Sure. We're looking at 25 feet above the ground. 25 feet above <laughs> yeah. the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's t Cruz. So um, uh, uh,
1: at 4,500 feet, the You're idea good. is if you pull your ripcord and you don't have a clean opening, you've got plenty of time to fix it or cut away and go to your reserve. Yeah. That's the whole reason. You literally have a knife so to high. cut it? Uh, no. It's it's built within the the shell yeah, which is what they call the the pack that contains both your parachutes. Yeah, uh, there's there's a, a thing in there that you have to physically you pull it, and it literally comes off, and you let go, and that cuts your main chute away. Okay, and then your reserve is a See, different. All I'm
0: thinking is, what if your it doesn't, and then you do that, and you yeah. realize you cut your backup chute away.
1: You cannot cut your uh, reserve away. I like that. There's no mechanism okay. for that. Yeah. Very good. So anyway, um i am uh, dying i'm freaking out i go and i pull i know you're sitting
0: here with me but yeah also... i pull
1: my ripcord yeah. and sure as shit malfunction <gasps> what on my that very mean? first solo jump it means i did not have a clean opening my chute was partially open but not open all the way a semi uh, a semi to, it was half staff <laughs> yeah it had seen maybe a boob, side boob, could be a fat guy, not sure, half staff.
0: T W B A
1: B. So uh, uh, I'm looking up, and here's part of the training, by the way, is oh they God. put you in the rig, they put you in the harness, mm. in this thing, in your, and my instructor stands over me with these giant photographs. Over my head, and each photograph is a perfect photo of what a particular malfunction looks like from that angle. So he holds that over your head while you're in this who, harness.
0: Who was taking those photos? Oh, malfunction. Click. Yep. Save it for the gram. Oh, we lost so many men taking oh, those photos. Oh, no. So many
1: good men and women. Uh, anyway, so uh, I'm. So basically, the point is. Yeah, you're you're meant to look up, and you have to identify the malfunction and how to fix it within a split second, or they won't let you jump. Like that's part of the training. No, Magusa, so,
0: but yes, Magusa. Right.
1: And so he, I, like, I look up, and I immediately identify what the malfunction is, and I'm trying to fix it. I'm trying. I'm doing my best. I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to do. And uh, well, actually, I left out a giant part of the story, which was I'm free falling. A giant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm free falling next to Andre the Giant. He yeah, falls, right. by the way, at the same rate as of, I do. Would he? Yeah. Wow. Terminal velocity. I don't know man. physics. And I don't know uh, physics. I do okay. know physics. Thirty two feet per second squared until you reach terminal velocity.
0: And which a is feather and a ball at the same time? In rate? a vacuum. Yes. They'll fall at the same
1: rate. But with air? No, I'm kidding. I think Andrew the Giant probably would have fallen faster than I would, but not by much. Just a little you, bit. Once you hit terminal velocity, it's all the same. But it's he, all the same He would there. achieve it probably faster than me.
0: I but achieve, that's but then we maintain too. at the same speed. There you go.
1: <laughs> so um, I'm free-falling with my instructor, And everything's fine. I'm doing my elements, everything I'm supposed to do. And I keep checking my altimeter. And I'm like, all right, 8,000 feet, we're good. All right, 7,000 feet, we're good. And then I'm like doing something. And then like I feel a hand on me and I look over and it's my instructor giving me the pull your rip cord. And like I feel him like grabbing at me, like he's going to pull it for me. And then I glance down at my altimeter and I'm at 2,500 feet. No. Like it went from like 7,000 to 2,500 in a second.
0: Was there an issue with the altimeter, or it you just...
1: was. <sighs> it stuck. It it held up on something, this and guy. it just went... Mm, so You had one job! One job, altimeter! So I pull the ripcord, and now I'm free-falling by myself, but I know I'm 2,000 feet below where I should, and now I'm dealing with a malfunction. And uh, I'm wearing a jumpsuit. They make all the uh, students And now it's jumpsuit. a poop suit. And <laughs> within the jumpsuit... I am actually wearing a walkie-talkie on a string around my neck, tucked in. I mean, it's pressed up against me. Mm. And that's there so that a second instructor on the ground, after I open my canopy, can, if I need, he can walk me through, okay, a little more right, all right, a little more left, to help me with my landing. Okay. Um, But the problem was, when I pulled, I didn't have a clean opening, and I'm still falling pretty fast, and the wind is rustling and all i hear is (laughs) because of my flappy not fully open yep uh main shoot now this is going to sound really shitty but it's a giant pain in the ass when any skydiver cuts away and goes to their reserve because then that shell and that shoot can't be used again like reserves have to be inspected and certified when they get packed but a regular shoot can be inspected and packed by someone who works at the drop zone the reserves have to be inspected by someone who works for like the united states parachute association or whatever and um so they don't they really want you to learn how to fix your malfunction and not panic and cut away. Yep. And so I remember that. And I'm trying but on really one hand you
0: have uh, Sammy the machine Levine and on the other hand you have a slight inconvenience on the safe safe ground. Now, you
1: know, so I'm trying really hard to fix it and at this point I no longer trust my altimeter and it's my first solo jump. I've done do tandems and so I've got a fair idea at that point about like just looking at the horizon and trying to guess how far above the ground you are. But I I said to myself like I I hadn't really panicked. I panicked a little, but I only started to panic when I realized my altimeter isn't working. This isn't working. I know they don't want me to cut away, but God damn it. All right. I'm going to try one last time to fix this malfunction. Yes. And if I don't, I'm cutting away. Because when you cut away, you go back into free fall until you open your reserve. As if things couldn't get worse. I'm like, if I cut away and I go back into free fall, I might have be... A hundred feet off the ground before I get my reserve open. Yeah, so that is also in my brain, and uh, so I try one last time. I give it absolutely everything I have.
0: What is the technique to fix it?
1: I have to full flare as hard as I can. Pull both my risers.
0: Full like a down. full Guy Fieri.
1: Full, full Guy Fieri. <laughs> full Flavor Town. And so uh, I did it. You did I it. did it. I gave it everything I had. Like I was swimming for my life in back the Pacific in, yeah, Ocean back, off Mexico. Yeah, yeah, I gave yeah. Everything I have. And then it goes, and now I've got it. Now I'm fully under canopy, fully uh, 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 engorged canopy. And I immediately start falling a lot slower. And I look at my altimeter, which again, I don't trust. And now I am, I don't know, 800 feet off the ground, which is pretty low it sounds high no, but no. if you've never been under canopy before
0: sammy I mean, i'm low. i'm hoping for uh, above 4000 there you go uh, that's what i want. So
1: uh only then am i now able to hear the guy on the walkie and all right all right mate uh, australia all right mate pulling anything and then he guides me and i land on this nice sand thing and then they're running over When you land, you have to give the thumbs up that you didn't break your leg or anything on your landing. And I give the thumbs up, and I'm like out of breath because I've been fighting my parachute the whole way down. And they're running over, and the uh, Australian guy, this is what he says to me. Mate! Couldn't you hear me on the walkie? I was like, what? He's like, you were at 1,500 feet, you had no air in your rear rises. I was telling you to cut away!
0: Oh no. They wanted you to ditch it. Yeah. Oh, God. I
1: was like, oh, so I just cheated death. High fives all around. Let's do it. So they did,
0: not making it about me at all. One time I scuba dove, ran out of air, and the instructor, when we got to shore, acted like nothing had happened. She was sort of embarrassed. Did they sort of go like, oh, we had a dilly of a pickle today, (laughs) Mike
1: No, he was uh, upset with me. Yeah. Because he was like... Because I think, frankly, if I died...
0: Splatty the machine that's
1: He would have been in some trouble.
0: I'm in trouble now. <laughs> and I don't just mean uh, repacking this at the plant.
1: Oh, they're going to
0: send me back to the colony. I got to get this They put all the criminals...
1: Wait, that's where I'm from! <laughs> Australia!
0: That's how it started. Pick this guy up with a laser disc. He's as flat as a pizza. <laughs> that's a 90-minute callback right oh, there.
1: Oh, it was good. <laughs> it was a good one.
0: Sammy. Yep. Did you do it again after that? I did. You are a freaky bitch. I jumped 11 more times after
1: that. 11. I got halfway decent uh, at being a solo skydiver. I was very confident, and I felt like I could handle just about any malfunction that was thrown at me, save for, like, bag lock, which is when nothing works, and you're like, well, gonna die. Um, but that's bag lock. wildly rare.
0: I'm gonna say it for the people skydiving. Sure. Puh-puh. Baglock. Bag lock? D. Bag lock. Um. Anyway If uh, you do have bag luck Can you go ahead and grab your instructor? <laughs> In-
1: Mate you had bag luck I was saying a Hail Mary for you <laughs> Oh no But you're not Catholic
0: And he lit a candle and, um, st- and stepped on a glass
1: Yeah so um, The reason I stopped after my 11th solo jump Was I had a really rough landing And I had already I've, I, I don't have great knees And I hurt my (laughs) knee so bad, it didn't break, I didn't tear anything, Mm. but after this rough landing, I was limping around for a month,
0: letting Mm. it heal,
1: and I had this thought where I was like, how do I explain to my agent oh, I would love to take that role, that amazing once-in-a-lifetime role that was just offered to me, but I can't because I can't walk right now because of a skydiving accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I work in an office, and I can do that. And if I had a broken leg, it's fine. It's an inconvenience, but it's fine.
0: Right, right. So I was like, also,
1: and I've almost died once, so if I do it from here on out, I'll just do tandems.
0: I'm either impressed or terrified that you kept doing it. Did you, after the bad one, did you take a break? or did No, you... I came
1: back like three weeks later.
0: Three weeks later.
1: Well, I mean, it was a near-death experience, but it didn't feel like I was about to die, like the ocean thing. I thought I was going to die yeah. in, in the ocean. Yeah. When this happened, I was a little panicky, but honestly, like, I had just taken the course. Yeah. The info had never been fresher in my brain and I had the overconfidence of someone's like nope they showed me what to do I know what this malfunction is. Yeah. And it wasn't it was just a matter of okay one more time then I cut away and it is what it is. Uh yeah. I so, love
0: that the cutaway they're like don't lose your deposit mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: $75. We got to get you know Jennifer from the Parachute Organization, she's got to come out here. You don't want to trouble Jennifer. You don't want to trouble <laughs> Jennifer. To, it's, a trouble, off, Jennifer.
0: Mate. it's a Sunday, Mike. Come on. I saw Reese Darby last night, and I just immediately went up to him, and I was like, hey, mate, what's going on? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> uh, Pete, the boat has drifted too far from the shore. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah. it's become that. Yeah,
1: he's so talented. I love him.
0: I don't care for him. Great. Um, just kidding, Reese. You great. I said, Congrats on the show, mm-hmm. and he went. yeah hey, it's just great to be back in the game again. <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest way to respond yep. to congrats on the show. Yeah. It's great to be back in the game again. It's <laughs> like I love that response. Yeah. Uh, and he is hilarious. I was JK. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we're at the end, and you had yeah. a secular wedding, and yep. we know that you're non-religious, non-religious, zero religion. Yep. What, um, what do you any framework for the for the phenomenon of existence?
1: Uh, we are not having children.
0: Say what? You heard me. No, I know. But how is that? I said any framework for the phenomenon of existence, like a like a belief structure, and you said we're not having children.
1: Oh, I thought you meant uh, the phenomenon of existence, like bringing a new
0: life. No, no. But I'm interested. No kids? No, no kids. Done. Done. Uh, it, there's a lot of reasons not to have kids. One, world is so sad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Or is it more like we want to eat nachos? Uh, we want to eat nachos
1: in uh, the sad world by ourselves. <laughs> uh, it's it's everything. It's so many different things. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, and uh, we are selfish people who would rather spend the money on ourselves and enjoy our 40s and 50s and 60s and... 70s? Probably not for me. Heart, heart problems? No, I'm going to skydive again in my late
0: 60s and, you know... It'll be so complicated. when you land, it sounds like someone's (laughs) opening a bag of sun chips. You know how loud those bags are. (laughs) Do you
1: you remember the sun chip bags that were biodegradable?
0: That's the one I mean. That's the one you're talking about. The ones they discontinued because they were too noisy. It was the loudest bag in the world. That's you when you land in your 60s.
1: But that's that's consumerism. Huh? That's consumerism. Hey, this bag is great. It gives back to Mother Earth. It makes noise.
0: Yeah. All right. Kill the program. Buddy, Uh, I think about that all the time. Yep. Don't forget, yep. we'd cut a lot of corners if yeah. it means making, I, I don't mean we, I mean all corporations would cut a lot of corners mm-hmm. and keep looking for the, the scientific lab that will yeah. say yeah. that the McRib sauce is healthy mm. uh, if it means making yep. 30 more dollars yeah. <laughs> annually. Um,
1: framework for existence, uh, we're all here for a good time, not a long time.
0: Uh, I don't know. That's the first time this I've ever is said, a, said that. No, it's thing. the first time you've ever said it, but it's the second time you made this feel like a Dose of Keys commercial. <laughs> you're, a um, man, you're a man of leisure, and we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time.
1: There you go. Here's how uh, I feel about it. it the uh, I've read. Uh, I was fascinated by theology when I was a teenager, and I read quite a bit about it, and all the basis the bases of the major religi- religions. You're becoming me. Yep. The religion. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm. Trying yep. to, I'm, I'm Broadway. Just in, do like this too voice I'm, too many times. Um. <laughs> uh, uh. So, it's all fascinating. And here's the bottom line. Much in the same way that uh, no one can prove there is one hundred percent of God. I know there's a hundred percent of God. There's a whole plan. There's a whole thing. On that end, and then on the other end, it is foolish for a non-believer, an atheist, if you will. I am a hundred percent. There is nothing as a nope. Either one of those polars, you can be ninety nine point nine. Yeah, you can't be a hundred. You can feel like it's a hundred, but realistically, that can only be nine nine nine. That's where I am with the with, with the my end there. with yep. the non. But in that point, yeah, one,
2: yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I'm fine with everything else. Anyone can believe. Do whatever they want. I could be wrong. We could all be wrong. So God bless. Whatever makes you happy. <laughs> God whatever, bless. God, excuse me. Fake God bless. Uh, gosh bless. Gosh bless. Oh, damn it. Jesus Darn bless. It.
2: Mm,
1: Jonah? The whale? Nope. Uh,
0: well, Christ said. Steve Jobs bless. Well. So my
1: point is, <laughs> I don't know. and But my what I'm comfortable where I'm comfortable
0: is that end and tandem skydiving
1: and tandem skydiving
0: uh no I hear you well that's what I you probably because you listen to the show you probably heard me say this a million mm-hmm. times my it's weird to have a favorite atheist but I am very similar to Ben Gillette and, and his whole thing is we don't know yep. and he really taught me because uh, a lot of not a lot but some atheists are the 100% no way sure. and he's like look I could be wrong I believe in infinite potential, infinite mm-hmm. possibilities. I'm just saying the evidence suggests that there isn't one. Right. And, and I, I really appreciate that. And that's what I'm hearing here. So if you'd yep. like me to compliment your worldview, oh, here I am. Thank yeah. you. I I was not fishing. No, no. I didn't think you were fishing. Whales. But I didn't want you to think that uh, sometimes by validating someone's beliefs, mm-hmm. it, it can be condescending. I didn't mean it that way. Oh,
1: okay. Well, thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As long as you weren't taking it that way. I did. Okay. I'm leaving. Um, so dead over.
1: Dead, dead over, yeah,
0: yeah, no my you self. go back to the earth,
1: which in and of itself, uh, I think is pretty impressive
0: the the recycling of it all, yeah, of the matter that one
1: day, every cell that it makes me up right now will be part of the earth again and contributing right. to new life,
0: and also every atom and cell, mm-hmm. every cell that you are is reborn every seven years and all this stuff. Sure. I, I love that. I'm sure you've heard that that image, the boat you inherit your father's boat mm-hmm. and then you replace the hull and you replace the floors and after ten years, you've replaced everything, but yeah. you still call it your father's boat, yep, that's us there you go. It's insane, yeah, it's just uh, really the difference the difference between spirituality and and materialism, which is what I hear you you know completely understand, is like which came first, spirituality says consciousness manifested matter, and the material says matter developed consciousness to mm-hmm. preserve itself. Mm-hmm. Just to join you in the delicious soup you're serving. Please. Buddy, we are two bonobos.
1: <laughs> We're jumping out of planes. What's that? They make halfway decent shirts. Bonobos.
0: Is that a company? It's a shirt company. I own a couple, yeah. You own a couple? Yeah. Bonobos.com slash Sammy the Machine Levine.
1: If you go and if they they're like, hey, if there's a thing where it's like any comments when you place your order just Sam- let him know I sent you.
0: Sammy sent me. I
1: have nothing set up with those people.
0: When you write your name Sammy 3Ms. I don't ever write Sammy. Hmm. Um
1: Dangling Participle. What is it? We left one.
0: Hit it. Number two. You are two, a podcaster. I was a
1: sick kid. And I spent a lot of time in the hospital and at home, and that's where I started watching movies like it was my life's work. Like Fred Rogers. There you go. Third, once I knew what I wanted to do with my life... I can't believe you remembered. Of course. Once I... You should come every episode. (laughs) Once I knew what I wanted to do with my life... Uh, which was be in acting and, and whatever and make movies and shows and all that. Then I was like, well, this is what I want to do. I owe it to myself. If I wanted to be a pharmacist, it's my job to know all about every drug. So I started soaking that's in That's why I take them. There you go. That's I started soaking in every movie. Movies, I was like, ah, you don't care. Well, I have to watch it anyway. Oh, wow. And so I would. I've watched so many movies. And my love for cinema knows no end. So that's the quick wrap up of that.
0: What's a movie that no one else likes that you love? Free Jack.
1: Free Jack. Sure.
0: I mean, it's not a good movie. What is it?
1: Oh, it's Emilio Estevez movie from the 90s. Emilio Estevez, Rene Russo, Anthony Hopkins, Mick Jagger. (laughs) Phase on Love. Uh, It's ridiculous. (laughs) It's
0: a (laughs) fucking ridiculous movie. Do the preview for it. I'm not saying you have to do a preview, but do the preview for New Jack for Uh, those of us who don't know anything um, about it. Alex Furlong was a race driver. <laughs> no!
1: <in the laughs>
0: he's doing it!
1: <laughs> headed for the biggest race of his career until... <laughs> no! He died. Or did he? <gasps> oh. He's awake, oh. and it's 18 years later. So many movies in the 90s. And not only does he have a new chance at life, he's also got a run for his own. It's free, Jack! Um, I mean that's a very bad. No, no, no!
0: Your shoot opened fully. <laughs> we were under a full canopy on yeah. that rip. That was beautiful. Thanks, man. But he dies in what? It-
1: so he dies in an auto racing accident. Yeah, but in the so it's 1991 in that mm. scene, and in the future, 2009, the future. Yeah, I Pete, hear you.
0: yeah, yeah. You mean they have it, technology? It, wait, no, that's 13 years ago. They
1: have technology where they can snatch you. Out of your time zone, your your timeline. Yeah. At any point they want, and so in that future, um, the the world, the pollution is terrible, and so there's no healthy people. So when rich people are going to die, they can't just grab some body from that time to put their consciousness into to keep living forever, they snatch a healthy body from From the past. past.
0: So it's not just one crazy conceit that you can transplant your consciousness, it's two. I can transplant it, but only someone from the past.
1: There's a couple of big ones, yeah. Uh,
0: It's based on a book (laughs) called Immortality, Inc. And it's also written by a narrator in Newspeak. I
1: think Robert Sheckley wrote the novel, and I think Dan Gilroy adapted the screenplay.
0: Edit that out. Um, Only because... (laughs) Actually, we're we're doing okay for time. Tell me, sometimes you
1: go two, three hours, and look, I'm not some giant megastar, Sammy the Machine. But if we're having funsies and you don't have anywhere else to be, I cleared my whole day for this. Oh my! Once we're once we're not rolling by anymore, by the way, I'm not leaving you me val katie if she wants to hang around we're brody gonna.
0: lila yep oh, everybody i
1: don't want to forget anyone in this
0: yeah in this house and there's a weird gnome man that lives in the floorboards i live in the floorboards nah very nice thank you for making me feel better i did have a baby carrier joke but we don't need it no okay listen yeah tell me a tarantino Oh, I got a couple goodies. I love them. Did you hear him go, because we love making movies. movies. Of course,
1: I heard him do it. I heard him do it a thousand times on our set. So the reason that comes up is you're doing a take. Let's say we're we're shooting a take of takes of a scene and it's hard. Whatever you're shooting is really hard. It's complicated. There's a lot of dialogue. Maybe someone has to do a stunt in it or whatever. And you do it, and he sometimes will do a lot of takes. And so you're on take 14, and you know you've got it. Mm. And you do a take, and he says, cut, cut. That was brilliant. That was it. That was the take. But we're going to do it one more time. And why? And then everyone
0: on set in unison says... Because we love making movies. And it's to, see, that to me is, when you sit down to write something great, yeah. you have a better chance of writing something great. When you remind yourself that you love something, yeah. you have a better chance of enjoying the experience, mm-hmm. being in the moment, mm-hmm. staying with it. Do you mm-hmm. think that's what it is?
1: Uh, it's a lot of that. Yeah. But like, I think he has never allowed himself to forget his childlike exuberance Uh, of his love of cinema Mm. and that he gets to do at the highest level. He gets to do the thing that makes him happiest in life. He gets the golden ticket. And he doesn't want to ever make it feel like a job or an obligation. Yeah. Like, I get to write whatever's in my head on a piece of paper and then I get a blank fucking check to make whatever version of it I see fit. I'm a happy... As a child in a candy store, every day I'm on set.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he but wants then to why make. Why say film? you only want to make ten movies? Because, in his opinion,
1: and I'm I learned of this his intent to stop making after ten movies. I was having dinner with him and Bj Novak. Uh, it's just the three of us. It was a lovely evening, and somehow that came up. And he's like, "No, I'm going to turn sixty and I'm going to make my tenth movie and I'm done." We were like, "Whoa, that is really," and we were both. Come on, you no! I'm telling you that the other. And here's what he did say, and he he sort of said this in the years since, but I've never heard him really say it. But I I, I know he said it to us. He said, "After that, I will become a man of letters." And I was like, I. Didn't go to college. What does that mean? And he was like. He's just going to write letters. He's, I'm going to write a C and then an X. You're going to become the count. Maybe, maybe some stuff with an umlaut. Bernie I don't Matt know. Comes in. Oh, you're going to become letters. the count. Uh, and so <laughs> That's a very man of letters. focus on writing more than directing. He Writing wrote, movies. Writing Books. Books. He's, he's did the novelization of uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know if you read that. He wrote it already? Oh, years ago. It was It's terrific. It's the story you know, but there's so much more because it's a book.
0: He wrote it? Of course he wrote it. Me no know this. Oh, Petey. Wow. You got to read it. Is did it you like, like the deleted movie? scenes? It's the only movie I have on my phone. Then because I can always watch read the book. I will. It's very good. Huh. Um. So he's going to write more
1: books. I think he's going to write some plays. Uh He may write like a mini series that maybe he'll produce. But at this point, I am now believing him that he's got one more movie in him, and his timeline's close. I think he's around sixty, but. uh yeah, I think we got one more left and that's how he wants to do it. And
0: look, he's been this doing... This is like we're full circle. This is the retirement thing. Yeah,
1: he's been doing the thing that he I wants to do for so many years of his life now. He's, you know, it's troubling because he'll he'll say things like when he finishes a movie, like, oh, when I want to do uh, the Vega Brothers. Oh, when I want to do Kill Bill Volume 3. And oh, I want to do the prequel to Inglorious Bastards. And none of these things ever happen, at least not as films, So it is my belief that after he stops making films, he will write the book versions of these things. He will publish the Vega brothers. He will publish Kill Bill volume three. Unless that turns out to be his 10th film.
0: And then everyone will read it and be like, should be a pretty good movie. Pretty good movie, wouldn't it? it? Pretty good movie. Well,
1: maybe he'll put stuff in there where he's like, these can be adapted into movies after I'm dead. Hmm. That wouldn't strike me as something that he would shy away from.
0: So tell me another. Okay, here's... um,
1: People often ask me, what is he like as a director? And here is the best example of that that I can give. And apologies to other people who've heard me talk about this on other podcasts, uh, but it's too good a story, and if you've heard it, get ready to hear it again! So, um, in the... Uh, film, One of the first times we really see the bastards in action is when Donnie Donowitz comes out with the bat. Yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, Fe- Fenway fucking pack. <laughs> Teddy fucking ball game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, uh, and Brad that- Pitt
0: loves this. Yeah. My buddy, he loves this. Yeah. He does this in a lot of movies. Yeah. The thumb over the shoulder. Thumb over the shoulder. Yeah. yeah. In a lot of- he wants to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I always thought he was doing like a Brando thing with uh, Aldo Raine. Oh, I, I never asked him about it specifically. Yeah. The only thing we ever talked about in terms of performance, we talked about accents, huh? Because he was—he's given. He was doing a little twang.
0: He did in another movie too. Yeah, I'm going to do this, Quentin. Yeah, this is li- the voice I'm going to do a little bit. Who cut my throat? Yeah. It's never established. Do you want to know the answer? Mm. It wasn't cut. The backstory for the scar. Oh, it was a hang.
1: It was a hanging. It, his he, he said, "I'm a mountain man, you know Jim Bridger. So he's from Appalachia, Mississippi somewhere. In I'm there. from Appalachia. And the backstory there is some years earlier in his younger life, he saw a couple of black men being mistreated. Basically, they were going to try to get lynched by some you know, uh, racist in the area, and he stepped in.
0: Oh, and they, and hand, and they saved their
1: lives it. and in the process, they hung him, not enough to kill him, just enough to teach him a lesson. Oh, wow. And that's how he got the scar on his neck. Oh, wow. There you go. Breaking news. That would be in the book. Uh, Probably. Uh, So anyways, it's us in that ditch uh, where, you know, we've got the Nazi prisoners and we're trying to get information out of them. And so that was the first thing we really shot, the first big thing we shot. And so it's day one of that. We were there for, I think, six or seven days. It's a big scene. There's a lot to shoot, a lot to cover. He takes his time because he can. Mm. So we're there. And I don't know if you remember my portion of that scene. (laughs) Yes. I'm laughing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's when uh, he says, uh, you know, uh, all right. uh, 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 What's my character's name? Hershberg. You know, send over that uh, that that sergeant, that crowd sergeant, and uh, you know, I, I mean, that means you. And so he goes over, and then he gets you know beaten to death. You know that portion of the scene as it happens. Uh, <laughs> this scene was a bit larger than that initially. I had quite a bit of back and forth. You got with, Steve Jobs. I got Steve Jobs. Like I said, it's happened to me plenty. Yeah. So I'm. F- it's part of the job. Yeah. I don't take it personally. It's part of the job. Part of the job. So we had a little bit of back and forth there. So he says, you know, Irish sent over that Kraut sergeant. And so as scripted and as shot, uh, you know, I'm holding my rifle. The guy's on his knees. Wonderful actor. Richard Samuel is the actor's name who played uh, Sergeant. Uh, uh, oh, no. Oh, this is, it's too early for me. Ratchman, Sergeant Ratchman. So um, he's... Uh, I do want to uh,
0: point out, we started at 10 a.m. I don't know what time it is. And Sam is 40 years old and keeps complaining. <laughs> I... We, Katie and I had a good laugh about how you were like, 10 a.m.? 10 a.m.? I got three hours
1: sleep last night.
0: It's true. What? It's
1: I can't... I have to come back to the bastard story. I got you three hours sleep last night. Ask me, why do you only get three hours why sleep? The only You're eye- not going to believe the answer why? to this question. Why? Because my wife and I were binging Downton Abbey. Wow. And we were like two episodes away from finishing the sixth season, and it was like two in the morning. I was like, damn it fine let's finish it i'm not going to bed i'll be thinking about it all night let's do it wow and the last one is like two hours long and we did it we stayed up and it was like <laughs> fucking four forty-five. this like, is why you were drinking up. a red bull when you came to I the door gotta get up and do pete holmes and he's
0: gonna but you pe- could have pushed an I hour your energy you sure did you brought the good energy you, and mirrored, it it. you, and you, you gave mirrored it you mirrored it and you decline the free Magic Mind beverage. Oh, no. I'm going to use that in the car. There you I'm go. I'm going to free it. It will get that. you. It's going to be it. Free.
1: <laughs> so uh,
0: anyway, back to Bastards. Uh, the great guy playing the sergeant.
1: Sergeant Ratchman, Richard Sammel. So he says, uh, Alderan says, Hershberg, send that Kraut sergeant over. And so here's, as scripted, I say, that means you, Cupcake. And he does not respond. And then I am supposed to Bang him in the back with the butt of my rifle, and then I say, "When the lieutenant says move, you move." And he still doesn't. He still doesn't react to that. And then I am to grab him by his hair, yank him up to his feet, and he turns around at me and looks at me, and we have a little bit of a stare down. And then I, you know, I always say, "What." you know and when the lieutenant's talking you get over there and then he you know turns around and he walks
0: over and then you know the rest of the scene he sits down he has the talk with aldo donowitz comes out beats him interesting i wonder if it was another moment because all the hate that we have or the desire for to watch this guy get hit with the baseball bat, which is a lot yeah i'll admit that when i was watching that scene it was it was difficult i know he's a nazi yeah in a movie still, I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, like seeing somebody bound and, and killed yeah. is never fun. No. I, I I always get nervous when I talk this way. I'm just saying, as a moviegoer, and also not to, yes, I get it. Yeah. I wonder if your part was to help us remember, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the look he's going to give you is like, disgust, and he's an asshole, and mm-hmm. he... Fucking re- all that. Yeah. To the help The first us. cut of the movie was like five hours.
1: Yeah. So yeah. he shoots everything. Yeah. And then figures it out in the edit. Yeah. Um. So we go to do that portion of the scene for the first time. And he's got the camera up at the top looking down. It's kind of a medium wide. And he's all the way up there with the camera. He doesn't have a video village he always stands by the camera and either watches in a little viewfinder on the side of the camera or he watches the actors Mm. because he trusts Bob Richardson, his DP, to get the shot right. Mm. So we do the first take of that. And he's, "Ah, cut, cut, cut! And because he's all the way up there, it takes him like two minutes to run over where the the ladder is, climb all the way down there, come over to talk to his actors. And
0: Brad Pitt's next to you going like, look at this dumb motherfucker. (laughs) Brad Pitt's like, hmm I think Moneyball will be my next movie.
1: <laughs> was it? Yeah, it sure was. Uh, at least the next movie he shot. He takes so, out the book. <laughs> Michael Lewis, you've done it again. <laughs> so uh, You've got a lot he, of names. He runs, he runs down and he comes over to me and he pulls me away from all the other actors. He goes, right, here's the thing, here's the thing. Okay, um, you're some fucking American Jewish kid. This guy is a fucking sergeant in the Nazi army, okay? He would kill you with his bare fucking hands if he could. And the only thing stopping him from doing that is the fact that you're holding the rifle, he's not, and there are 12 other rifles around him. He knows One wrong move, and he's going to get blasted to hell. That's the only thing stopping him from fucking killing you. And you know that. You want him to make a move. You want an excuse to tell your fucking lieutenant, what could I do, lieutenant? He was antagonistic. He came at me. I put a hole through his chest. You're looking for the excuse, man. I need to feel the fire. I need to feel the want from you. That you want this guy to make a move so you can put a hole in his neck. And I was like, done. And then he goes over to Richard and pulls him aside. And I do not know what they're saying. And then the last thing he says right before he goes back, he goes, okay, nobody talk to each other. Stay in the moment. And then he runs back up to the stair, runs over to the thing. Okay, I had action. And we go to do the scene a second time. And now, uh, uh, Hirschberg, send that crowd sergeant over. And I, that means you, cupcake. And now I'm fucking in it. Now it's fire. And I bang him so hard. I know I kind of hurt him when I bang him with the butt of the rifle. Sergeant said, lights in and says, you move, you move. And I yank him up to his feet. And he turns around. He's staring at me. And I got my rifle. And it's a moment. And it's going on way longer than it did last time. And I'm looking at him. And he's looking at me. like, what? What? And I start poking him. The chest with the butt, or with the with the uh, front of the of the rifle. And he's looking at me, and it's a moment, and it goes on so long, and finally stops. Fixes his jacket, turns and walks away. And then they get another little piece, and then the scene ends. God, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant! Do that again. Do that again. We're gonna go again. And then he comes over, and I say, Richard, what did he tell you? Oh, um, he told me that when I turn around and you point the gun at me, that if I didn't believe that you'd really shoot me, that I should try to grab the gun away from you. And then that would be the new scene and he'd rewrite
0: it. (laughs) And then that would be the new scene. And I'd rewrite it. In the woods. In the woods. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere in Germany. We need 10 minutes.
1: <laughs> yep. Because uh, he, w- he needed something authentic. Wow. And if we couldn't get to the authentic thing he wanted, he'd, make he'd the thing. find the authentic thing we could do, and he'd make that the
0: scene. And what he wanted. And what he wanted. Well, we'll edit that story out. I, I think you should. I didn't like it. I think you should edit that. I don't out. like you. Oh, well, the feeling um, is mutual. You're too
1: tall. Uh, you know, when I listen to your podcast, and I listen to it all the time, like I've said, for many, many, many years, big fan,
0: uh, most Thank you. Time. Uh, well,
1: when you laugh, mm. it is so Dudley Moore Arthur-esque.
0: Dudley Moore Arthur. Yeah, Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. <gasps> yeah.
1: Because you you haven't really done it much today, but uh, as recent as, as- I would have liked as, to. That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> as kidding. recent as Chris Parnell, you do the- <laughs> You do that. And I'm so bummed you didn't do it today. I was ready to call <laughs> you out. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. Arthur
0: is one of the movies I watched as a youngin, And I think it was one of the first times I saw my dad's cognitive dissonance. Ooh. Meaning the movie was making him laugh. Mm-hmm. And then he felt the need to be my father and be like, it's sad when somebody <laughs> drinks like that. <laughs> I'm like... Did he say that with, with a drink? You no, know, it's... <laughs> Really, quite sad. No, no, I've never done my dad with like a cartoony drunk slur. Pilar, let me tell you something. Oh God, is uh, your dad
1: Andre the Giant?
0: Pilar, Pilar. Very similar voice. Arthur is a very sad oh. man. I prefer the remake. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it felt mean. I didn't mean it to be mean, no, but nobody met, prefer prefers. The you the sequel. The there rocks. we go. You There's lots of ways. Arthur, that Arthur on the rocks. That's Arthur on the Rocks. That's the sequel. Well, Sammy the Machine, I do have somewhere to be.
2: Unfortunate.
0: <clears throat> Look, Parnell went too. <clears throat> You've gone too. Oh, I kid. I kid. Plus, you have a nap to take. Uh, you have a nap. Now I'm going to push through. You are. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. It's all the, always better. Caffeinate.
1: Oh, I said it in front of
0: you. What?
1: I Caffeinate. You're going to all right.
0: Give it a shake. But it says take alongside your
1: morning caffeine.
0: Well, because it has adaptogens that ease the caffeine. It also caffeine. says best served chilled, and it's been sitting here. Well, that's not my t- fault. What, do you want me to record the podcast in, in a fridge? Yeah. yeah <laughs> <it> <laughs> On is. the off chance the guest doesn't drink the magic mind that I yeah. taught to him? Yeah. Uh, okay, look. This is great. You know the question's coming. Yep. Can you tell me the hardest time, mm-hmm. which is not the correct way to say it, Hardest time, hardest time you've laughed. That's how we ask it. I know,
1: Um, and I have uh, laughed very hard many, many times in my life. But the one time I remember laughing to tears, there's a small story, and then I'll explain the rest of it. Uh, So, we didn't cover any of this, and seriously, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for not making me go over my life story again.
0: I've, yeah. I've done it on so many podcasts. We didn't podcasts. do it. I didn't ask you one, one freaky one geeky question. One freaky geeky There was zero question. freaky zero. geeky. Zero. If you want to hear that... Go ge- to any other any podcast. Any other podcast. <laughs> you want to hear us talk <laughs> about red balloons, marshmallows? <laughs> come here. So um,
1: I was a stand-up comedian when I was a Bar teenager. mitzvahs. Yes, bar mitzvahs. I and think, some bat mitzvahs. And some bat mitzvahs. mitzvahs is the plural. Benai, yeah, Benay.
0: benai mitzvahs. There you go. I had a tumor. It was a b'nai ooh mitzvah. Hmm? And then they asked the two of Jewish?" <laughs> and it was that because uh, it was that
1: holiday. <laughs> so the <laughs> the um, what's the okay? I started going to the Friars Club, the New York Friars Club, when I was 16 years old. Mm. Uh, my 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 comedy uh, stand-up comedy uh, Godfathers, uh, Elon Gold and Jeffrey Ross, um, were instrumental in me getting stage time developing an act and all that and then they brought me into the friars club and there are no teenagers hanging out in the friars club for good reason this is the mid 90s and i'm in there and you know it's dick capri freddie roman alan king uh they're holding court there every day and i get in there and <laughs> i'm blown away like these are old borscht belt comics and they're just hanging out, having a drink, telling stories. I love comedy. I love jokes. And the part of the story that bums me out is I can't remember which of these altacockers told the joke. Altacockers. That's a great word you should have. It. Oh, it's a yiddish for old, old man. Altacocker. Yeah. Uh, very old. So uh, I don't remember which of them told the joke. But I remember the joke. And they told the joke. And I laughed so hard... I'm crying at the table, and then all the other these old comics are at the table. Jeez, saying you think you never heard a joke before. I couldn't get it together. I'm laughing so hard.
0: You're in the water at Club Dread, basically. Yes, but it's laughter. But it's laughter,
1: and I can't breathe because I'm laughing so hard. It was just something about the joke. It's a street joke. Street joke. It's a street joke. He just told a street joke. One of the comics told a street joke, and it made me laugh so hard and. If when I'm in a bad mood, when things are not going my way, I will tell this joke out loud to myself. Well, you know the joke. Oh, of course I know the joke.
0: Oh, I thought this whole time you didn't know no, the joke. I
1: will I will I will tell the joke to no one, to myself in the car. Yeah. And it automatically puts me in a better mood. you
0: tell me the joke?
1: Of course I will tell you the joke. Now, before I do, uh, my dear friend Kevin Pollack, he tells this joke, and I love that he tells this joke. He doesn't tell quite the same version that I know, but I didn't want him to hear me on this podcast and be like, he's stealing my joke. I love the joke. I love the way Kevin tells it. This is the way I heard it. This is the way I tell it to myself. Um, And here is the joke. It is a little, uh, uh, you know, uh, mean, but so be it. So uh, guys at a bar, and, uh, it's getting, it's getting late and he needs to get laid and, you know, it's closing time. He's looking around all the, all the good options are there. And the only lady he, you know, gets any interest from is old kind of heavy. And he thinks, well, something's better than nothing. All right. So he takes her and he go back to his place takes and her. takes her home. You know, she's happy to go with him. And, sure. and, and, and so, you know, he's trying to get her warmed up. So he starts going down on her and, uh, you know, she's older and, and heavier and, you know, he's going to town really trying to get her warmed up and he falls in. And, you know, and he's in there and and, he, and he's, you know, kind of panicky and he's, he's feeling around and he's just trying to find his way out. And all of a sudden he feels another arm. Hey, he, his, his, oh, my God, there's another guy in here. He says, this is crazy. I, I don't know what happened. I was going down. Here, I fell in. How long have you been here? The guy says, I've been here a while. He says, son of a bitch. Well, you know, let's 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 work together. Let's 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 try to find our way out. The guy says, to hell with that. Help me find my car keys, we'll drive out.
0: Oh my god. So many things are going through my mind. One of them is how that joke was told in the 90s. Like, we you know what I mean? You told the 2022. You know, it's amazing that you were even able to tell the joke. <laughs> but the way that that joke was told in the 90s was probably a disaster. I'm sure, it was. A modern day it, it disaster. Was it was yeah. an aristocrat. It was an aristocrat. You're being very polite. Que- the clean. Yeah, yeah, the queef. The queef. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving the queef for uh, the clean. Yeah, the, the clean, clean virgin. queef. Clean queef. Ah. Help me find my car keys. We'll drive out. Yeah. Is very funny. It's fucking. I, sometimes I just have
1: to say the punchline.
0: Help me find my car keys. The hell with that! Help me find my car keys. We'll I hope out. we're in a dire situation yeah. one day, at, like Club Dread. What is this a fat joke? And we're hiding in a closet, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "Help me find my car keys." We'll drive out, and you laugh. <laughs> you can- <laughs> and it and uh, yeah, that's that's a hilarious, inappropriate time to make a joke. <laughs> In a that's, movie like Club Dead. that's
1: sort of the problem. Is I almost don't tell my friends that because if someone It'll says, make you laugh. if someone says, yeah, that your wedding, line.
0: if we're at the altar, glassless, yeah, go, help me find my car keys. What will I That uh, will get me. And your wife is to be is coming up, and you mm-hmm. just laugh in her face. I start laughing.
1: I have to excuse myself, leave the room. I come back, tears streaming down my face.
0: Love it. Yep. Made it. There you go. I'm sorry I didn't laugh like Arthur. That's okay. What a great answer. I thought that whole time, by the way, you didn't know the joke. Because as, as a fan of the show, you'll know, oftentimes people are like, I don't remember what it was, right. which is fine. Yeah. Uh, and it, They don't have to, but you knew what it was. Uh, Help me find McCarkey's. The, the problem is, since the very first time I heard you ask a guest that question, of course,
1: I remember thinking, well, I wonder if I could tell that story,
0: Yeah, if that is an offensive joke or not. No, I think it worked. I think it worked. Of course it worked. Yeah, It was wonderful. And I'm glad you did it. And I'm glad you listened to the show. And would you say, would you say it? That felt rushed. Sam. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Would you say.
1: You know I'll say it. Keep it. I, you don't have to. I'm, okay, I'm just. Would you say the Pete Holmes show? <laughs> the Pete, Oh, I missed the Pete Holmes show. Oh, man, it we was We didn't so even fun. talk about it. It was really fun.
0: Oh, thanks, Sam. It was Sam.
1: super fun. And uh, This it, is it, the
0: backdrop. Hey, I'm taking it home. Yeah, I okay. mean, you, you, you. No, I'm going to keep it. I'm keep it. That's what you think. It lights up. Hey Pete. Yeah. Keep it crispy. Cut. Perfect. Let's do it again. Remember. <laughs> you're a little Jewish. Nothing. <laughs> from, from Were nowhere. we not rolling on that at all? Do we have to do it all over again? Yeah. Um, <laughs> because we love making, making podcasts. <laughs>